2: Welcome to the Alien Vale podcast, it's Thursday the 18th of January, it's half seven, um, we'll do what we normally do, but before we do, we've got a very special guest and we're going to do an interview, so I'll introduce him first, They say never fall in love with a lone player, you'll get your heart broke, he's broke all his hearts, but here he is. Ollie Arblaster, how are you doing mate? Hi. Uh, yeah I'm good thank you, are you? Yeah I'm heartbroken still, but you know, <laughs> I'll, I'll live, I'll live. And we're joined by Johnny and Tom, how are you both doing?
1: Yeah, I was I was all right until Alfie went back as well. There was no need <laughs> for that. No, like, no it's...
3: that's a double dagger. I... So yeah, I'm I'm, I'm devastated. Yeah. But I have I have got a little question for Bez. Who? I'm going to put him on the spot. Hey, up. <laughs> what broke your heart more, Ollie going back or Manny? Are you leaky going or
1: Connor all leaving? Brad Walker or
2: because you've or... had
3: a mental breakdown about all of them so <laughs> uh, yeah. I've got to say probably Ollie and that because he's, Green... he's here you yeah. like he's like best male player of <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: and then Josh Green did the video and that broke my heart all over again yeah it was a good video wasn't
0: it yeah it was a very good video um, when, I, when I saw it and he sent it me, it was very good to be fair
2: yeah, his quality, and yeah, it's. I mean, obviously, you've only been with us all for season, and the impression you've made, you can tell by the fans when you come on at the end, and you know, said bye to the fans, the reception you got, you know, some of the, it's just, and now you're gone. I know. To be fair, it's, it's
0: gone. It's all gone so quick. So it just that when I came onto the pitch at the end, it just it's like, where's where's all them games gone? I think it were like
2: twenty twenty odd appearances and. I think he's just flown by. It's crazy. And do you know what I think really set up your veil vale career? What? Reading at home, whoever picked man of the match that game in the box, whoever that was, you know. Just it definitely <laughs> <Well>, was, yeah. <laughs>
3: Could've hasn't even me. prepared that the shit house he's actually <laughs> no, just sat on that himself Funny, good. going I'm going to say this and make myself look good <laughs> yeah, whoever give you Man of the Match hey, just give you the confidence to grow into what so i
2: now, come so what we're I, saying I here like is Bezzy's taking like credit prize, here
4: though.
0: I don't like the prizes for the Man of the Match I'm not a Prosecco drinker so I had to hand that to me mum couldn't drink that <laughs> yeah.
2: well don't worry once you start getting Man of the Match in the Premier League I'm sure it's proper champagne not Prosecco oh. <laughs> that's just League One <laughs> but let's kick in Johnny Let's get us going Because we've got Ollie for an hour Let's fire through the questions Oh first and before we do Because I don't know if it's on the questions It might be on there How's your knee?
0: Uh, yeah it's going good to be fair It's, it's what is, I think it's been about uh, Just over four weeks now or is it five weeks?
3: Tom's taking to the yeah. days off yeah. <laughs> Days without I... Ollie it's like being in prison, just like <laughs> scr- scratching it off with my bare hands.
0: <laughs> no, nah, to be fair, it's, it's been going good. Um, I've I had a I had a brace on for two weeks, and then it's just been slow to progress. I've just been trying to put some more weight through it and um, get full mobility back into it. But last this week, I've been just doing ticking over on the grass, bit of running, um, just a bit of ball work. So hopefully. If it's all it's all going all well, then uh, it shouldn't be too long.
2: And, and if you'd have stayed on, we'd have definitely gone and win that game four three. Oh. <laughs> the combat was on. <laughs> I think the less the less to be said about that that game. Because... <laughs> yeah, we'll see what John is prepared. Question wise, go on, John. Well,
1: well, We'll start. We'll start with probably our question question. The we'll last all night. Um, what football team did you support growing up, Ollie? <laughs>
0: Oh tricky one. Um now Sheffield United was my team from growing up. Funnily enough, um when I was five I went to went to my first Sheffield United game in the League Cup. Um and yeah, that was against Port Vale. So first first game I ever went to was was against Port Vale and yeah, I don't think we won. I think it was two one. In 2009, my dad reminded me today, 2009, and we lost 2-1. I'm sure Billy Sharp scored for Chef United, but I don't know who scored for... I'm sure, it was like yeah, the keeper came off. He it. said, the, yeah, the keeper threw it,
2: threw
3: it yeah, in. The Mark Richards free kick, I think it was, where the keeper what? threw it
2: over his shoulder. Is that yes. the season we beat Chef Wednesday and Chef United in the League Cup? We beat one and then beat the other the next round? It is, I think. Oh, well, we beat Chef Wednesday
3: 2-0? Yeah, and Chris Taylor scored a worldie. Yeah, I was getting out with a Chef Wednesday fan at the time as so well. It was <laughs> ideal.
2: But yeah, let's should scratch you off your Christmas card list, Chef Wednesday fan.
3: <laughs> I'm, not with her, I'm not with her anymore. Probably after that game,
2: to be fair. <laughs> but the follow-on question to that's got to be Ollie, Who's your second team? Oh no, Port Vale, 100%. Correct answer. Correct answer. Because <laughs> yeah, this podcast yeah.
3: was going to be very short, otherwise. <laughs> then. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, yeah, no, one hundred percent. Who's your favourite player? Being a blade, I can't imagine there's many in there. It's got to be one man, hasn't it? Um,
0: yeah, for Sheffield United, it was always Billy Sharp growing up. Um, but if we're talking, if we're talking in general then. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I'd probably say I loved watching Iniesta. Iniesta. play in his Barcelona days, and yeah i pretty pretty saying.
3: Uh, pretty solid. Not a, bad, not a bad choice. It made me a little bit sick that all <laughs> said he was five years old in 2009, I'll be honest. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Fucking hell. Um, right, next one. Uh, who is the best player you've played against?
0: Ooh. Best player I've played against? Well, that is an odd question. Um,
4: I would say, hmm, I don't know, you know. It's, we can
1: what? come back
3: to it if you want to have a yeah,
1: I, I Yeah, probably, I'll have to come back to it, yeah. I think I will. So, I want to know, who's the hardest player you've played it played against? You can say Jason Lowe for crippling your knee if you want. but <laughs> Who's that one midfielder when he's hit you, you've thought, fuck, that's it. Um could I say could I
0: say
2: Nathan Smith? Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna ask you about him after two days. Uh, Nathan Smith in
0: first two days of joining Port Vale, I'd probably say. Um after we're training out in Spain and he's pulling me all over in these small sided games we're doing and like pulling me by the neck and all sorts all sorts of things like that. I was thinking Dragging me all over the place. I think, what's he doing? But yeah, he's, he, I definitely stayed away from him in every session that we trained since. <laughs> was he pinching you under the arms? Um, and... Yeah, he was just like it's proper close to me all the time. And then it, when, it, when it as soon as I got five five feet away from him, he'd be pulling me back and by the neck or anything. And I'm thinking, yeah, I'm, I'm not going anywhere near him ever again. Welcome to League
3: One. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. I suppose there's a bit of a difference there between Premier League players who are technically better, and then there's League One players who are. I'm winning this ball by any means, then, isn't there?
0: Yeah. So if the uh, if a uh, if the player if the ball gets past you, then it's normally you don't let the player get past you as well. So I, I think Nathan... is that
3: is that something you were you of that opinion when you came in, like from Sheffield United, or is that something to be you to fair? Can't pick yeah. Up?
0: To be fair, I, I kinda of picked up through my um through my academy days really. I just it was something like that well, if someone gets past you with the ball, then just make sure the player don't go past as well. Like you can Titanic always
3: the yellow, kind be,
0: of. Yeah, being in midfield you can always kinda of take the foul, can't you? And it's um it's always one of them the the ball is gonna go past you a fair few times with you being in midfield, but as long as the player don't go past you then then, um, then it's all right, I suppose, as long as you don't do what you, I did against Lincoln. And I was just going to say, if you're already on yellow, then don't do it again. <laughs> but, well,
2: yeah. You kind of got away with that because you got the international break then, so the game you missed you were here for anyway.
0: I know, that were, that worked pretty lucky, to be fair. I um, uh, Yeah, I couldn't play in it already, could I? So yeah. it worked out all right. That, that was
3: literally the first time that's ever happened to Vale as well where one what of that? our players one of our players has served a ban whilst on international duty. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> that doesn't happen. <laughs>
2: right. well, we haven't had that many over the years, have we? So this can be at any level, whether it's Vale, Youth Academy, Sheffield, England, best player you've played with.
3: Oh. Do a little circling back here, I feel. <laughs> best player I've played
0: with. That is tough. I would say, imagine Alfie Devine listening to this, he would kill me if I didn't say him. (laughs) Um.
5: Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver-assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.
0: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I'll say, no, I'll probably say James McAtee plays at United. Very, very technically just good, and you could tell he's come from somewhere like City, I suppose.
3: Yeah. Have he signed him now? Is he
0: just? Yeah, he's on. You know, he's on loan.
3: Is he still on loan? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's on know. Is this his, his second loan spell, or is it like a? Yeah, team yeah. Game? It was. It
0: was Sheffield United in the Championship.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now this one is a bit different. An irrational dislike. So a player who everyone else rates, who you just you're not having it. So mine is. <laughs> mine is who and and Mbappé. Mbappé? You don't rate Mbappé? No, not at all. Really? Yeah.
0: Um, who do I want to throw under the
2: bus?
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, you're fuel entirely, right? Mine was Beckham? Beckham? Yeah, back back I like wingers that and get to the byline, and I appreciate he's very good at what he did. But I like a winger that runs at people. So uh, it can be something as simple as that. Johnny's Adam Yates. <laughs> yeah, mine's Adam Yates.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know a player
0: I don't who's who I think everyone raves about who I don't really
4: rate. Um.
3: Oh, can't even think of anyone. there has got to be someone. Everyone's got some, or a past player, and you just thought, I'm not, I'm not having that at all. Um, who was? Players. Someone, um, someone came on here and threw threw an England player under the bus, and I can't think who it was. Uh, Might have been Richie Bates. <laughs>
0: No, to be honest, I, I can't think of anyone who I think he's not as good as everyone's saying he is. To be honest, I here.
3: suppose it's, I suppose it's, is it? It's, it's got to be different being a footballer, and it? Because you know how hard the job is. Full yeah. stop. We're, um, we're all sitting here, overweight, doing our nine to five jobs, and we're like, I'm I'm saying, killing Mbappe's shit at football. And I was doing a nine to five job. You're not. <laughs> I do nine till twelve. Um, yeah, sounds about car, right. I'd be lifting carpet fitting, as mate, let me tell you. Um, <laughs> but is there a bit more maybe forgiveness when you are a footballer that you know how difficult the job is? Like, do you reckon?
4: Hold on, miss.
3: Um,
0: yeah, no, I, I don't know how you can say killing Mbappe is shit. So,
3: I just I, don't. I just. I, I think he's a one trick pony. When he loses his pace, he'll be done. He's a Michael Owen. Uh, no, I feel yes, like, all uh, right, but... fair enough.
2: Won the Ballon d'Or Michael Owen. Yeah. yeah he <laughs> scored that uh, goal against Argentina uh, in ninety-eight.
3: Yeah, and then he scored past the ginger kid who was thirteen. Played for that the one that played for
1: Real Madrid, that Michael Owen.
3: Uh, yeah. Plays players round him, money.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: but to be fair, I I, I know I, I as as a player it's it's that I feel like everyone has a perspective of how hard it is to be a footballer etc but you know when you're when you're doing it day in day out and then you've got to go and perform week in week out especially when you're getting watched like Kylian Mbappe on the on the biggest stage um, to perform game in game out then yeah I understand it's yeah it's hard harder than what than what I thought when I was just a fan and watching on as a season ticket holder at Sheffield United I was more of that Oh, these aren't. He's not good enough. Oh, he's not good. He's not good. But then, when you're out there and actually doing it with the fans there and the whole, the whole pressure of what's at stake in the game, I feel like. It's obviously a, it's a lot easier to say when you when you're sat, sat in the crowd, but then when you're obviously out there doing it, it's a lot it's a lot more difficult.
3: Yeah, no, I get. That. So we so we've all agreed that killing Mbappe is shit. That's good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> good politician's answer. will give you the pass yeah. on that question. Yeah. Uh, the only I just I, I'll be honest, right? He, he slightly changed my mind with the Qatar World Cup. So what? if you had to pick
0: someone to come to Vale, Holland or Mbappe, who would you pick? You'd pick Harland.
3: Oh, well, I don't know. We don't cross the ball very often, do we? So. On the on the pitch of on the pitch of Vale,
0: on Vale's pitch we how big it is, Mbappe, we how quick it is.
3: No, because teams are just set in. <laughs> never, Mbappe's never played against the Daryl Clark Cheltenham Town. Has he done our place? <laughs> how
4: He's many teams played? have
3: sat in against us at home this season? <laughs> Exactly, and, and we haven't, we can't get him behind. It'd be no good. <laughs> we need a big I'd bastard up front who can who can control it. <laughs> I'm just going to say we've got a big bastard up front, but you slag him off every week. I don't slag him off. I just point out his flaws. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, swiftly moving on. Um, you've you've
1: already mentioned the fellow once, uh, but having played with Smithy. Would you prefer to to fight one Nathan Smith-sized duck or a hundred duck-sized Nathan Smiths?
3: Um, That was one of the weird questions I forgot to mention to you. Sorry.
0: (laughs) 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 I'd have to say a hundred, I think.
3: A hundred duck-sized Nathan Smiths? I'm going for the one one Nathan Smith-sized duck I am. And I'm not mad keen on ducks. No, I'm not. I check myself.
0: No, nah, yeah, yeah, no. Nah, I changed my answer. Actually, I'll go for one because I think hundred just too many. You've got many, no whereas... ankles, have you? <laughs> yeah, no. You're not getting very far, are you? Whereas we one there's, there's, there's a better chance, I reckon. <laughs> Even if it's got all of your face. <laughs> yeah, still a better chance than having hundred
2: around you, definitely. <laughs> Have you ever played against a defender like Smithian before? Or is he one of the kind are all defenders as audible as him or is he just tapped in the edge? Yeah, and... I
0: don't I don't think I don't think I actually have ever come up against or ever even ever had anyone on my team that's like Nathan Smith. No. I don't think it's just just how he how he how he is. Just when I've when I've even when I've not even been playing, just knowing when I'm just watching. I think you're so you're horrible to play. Like that first game that I played, then they were reading at home, and I was like, he's just just so hor-. for someone like Andy Carroll as well to be playing it up against him. The battle they both had, yeah. Uh, and I, and then as soon as I come off, I was like, he thrives over that, don't I? he? Just I'm thinking he must be buzzing uh, playing against players like that, where he can just have a fight and a battle with him and. I think, yeah, yo, I'm thinking, yeah, I'm glad I'm glad I'm not a
2: striker coming up against you. And I imagine off the pitch, there's no one nicer than him in the dressing room. I bet he's a completely different person off the pitch, isn't he?
0: Yeah, yeah, completely different in the change room, cracking the jokes and just laid back as anything,
3: really. He's a bit Brilliant. nuts, isn't he?
0: Yeah, he is like, yeah, he's a bit crazy though. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. That's how he's, he's what he's, that, he's one character that's. Just like like a real live wire, where he'd be just he'd think he's funny, but I think he annoyed me and Alfie quite a lot. Whereas he'd just be like he'd just wind us up, and he'd think he'd be right funny, and he was just not funny. And it would be about nine o'clock in the morning, and we were like, Smithy, we don't need it at this time. Like stop annoying us. We're trying to eat his breakfast.
2: Um, But yeah, he's he don't he don't know when too much is definitely. That's because he goes to bed at nine o'clock at night, so he's wide awake in the morning, he's ready and ready he, and go.
0: Yeah, he, he does. He, he tells me that all the time, because I'm always saying I go to bed really late, and he gets to bed really early, and he's up early. Like, he's like, I tell you, you need to be getting nine, ten hours sleep. <laughs> and he's he's always full of energy, to be fair, but he says, yeah, I'm bang out every time, nine o'clock, so... <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. Just, just <laughs> similar to that, is there, so obviously like the highest level any of us have ever done is like Sunday League and whatnot. And there's a lot of like chat between players on the pitch, like players you're playing against. Does that carry over professionally? Is there, is the chat between you and whoever you're marking, like putting each other down or like just little slurry marks here and there? Mm. Or does that kind of depend who you're playing against or?
0: Yeah, I'd probably say it's who you're really playing against. Cause some you'll get where uh, I remember a few times, just like corners or something, and s- someone will be in your ear and saying things. And, but whereas like you it's, it's just who you who you really stood next to, to be honest. Whereas like I'm not, I'm not really one to say anything. But I'll, I'll I, if I'm stood on the goalkeeper or something, then I'll have a little, might just annoy him a bit, like pinch him or something. Just something to like make a money easy or something like that, and mm. but some people proper talk talk some right shit yeah. all the time. Like it won't stop talking to you, just pure shit. And then it's just it's one of them where they think it's doing something, but it may it may be to mm. to someone one weekend, but it never I never really fazes me if someone's trying to speak shit while a corner's coming in or something like that.
2: Who's the <laughs> waste? Think.
0: Who's the worst for
2: for speak what, like chatting yeah. shit or what they said? Chat just chatting shit all through a game. Who's the worst? You think? What Vale? Either Vale or someone you've played against and gone crash. Just shut up. Bad enough. Do you know?
0: Just taught, um Who? Who was thinking of then? Um, there was a there was a lad for Portsmouth that we played Mall at the start of the season. Who? Mo one pack. No, That's I don't think he played five. against us. I don't no, think he didn't play against,
3: against us this day. season, did he? I was in was he it Copley Bishop? He was up
2: against Smithy, was it?
0: No, there was another midfielder who was, I think he'd played for Wales. Oh, he was a midfielder. He played against me. I'm sure he was on my side. He was
1: marking me quite a lot. Um, I'm, getting a, I'm getting the line up now. What was uh, his name now? Is it more, uh, Joe Morale?
0: Yeah, Joe Morale, uh, yeah. Yeah. He was yeah, he was speaking a lot. And I think I got warned by it by a few players beforehand. Um and yeah, it's just it's part of the game, innit? When when the when ball's not in play or you can say whatever and it might put put people off, but it's just part and parcel of it really, isn't it? I do like uh, to dish it back
2: now and again though. Yeah, I give it to me. one of the best <laughs> I heard was Brodie and Mitch Johnson were sledging each other during the cricket and Brodie was batting and Mitch Johnson said something to Brodie like him um, I slept with your sister last night does that make us brothers or something and Brody come back and says no it just makes us even oh fuck I man. thought brilliant absolutely brilliant but I've got to because we've gone completely off on the questions at the moment <laughs> I love Jason Lowe. I could listen to Jason Lowe talk all day long. I think he's brilliant. What's he like in the dressing room and what's he like on the pitch? What Baz means there is,
3: can he have a photograph of Jason Lowe in the dressing room?
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: honestly,
0: though, no. He's honestly the best person I think I'm in football. Like Just how he how he is and the uh, just how he made me feel well, he makes everyone every every signing that we made, and he was just like first to to speak to him, have a proper conversation. He proper wants to know about your life outside of football, and he's on it. He's he's in some some shape as well. To be fair, he's all he's always smashing the gym, and he's a he's a very good professional, and just someone. I I still speak. I'm speaking to him all the time, and um, yeah, he's someone who was always checking up on me, and. Um, he's been he's been really good for me while I was
1: at
2: Vale He's gone up even further in my estimation. I love the bloke okay, absolutely. Love yeah, he
1: that he's, one <laughs>
3: down before Barca gets harder. Yeah, I'm gonna, say, <laughs> I'm, I'm, gonna,
1: I'm gonna pull it back now. We're um, gonna, <laughs> gonna play a little game. Five quick questions of football this or that. So no thinking, Ollie. First answer only. Johnny, it's do you want to
2: ask all these, so it's good. yeah, just fire through.
1: Yeah, go for it. Okay, so Real or Barca? Real. Ronaldo or Messi? Ronaldo score an own goal or miss a penalty? Jesus,
4: uh,
0: miss a penalty.
1: Klopp or Pep?
2: Whew. Pep.
1: Fair enough. There we go. So, so we, so we gathered that you're very much on the Real side there. It's a, it's so a
3: football. Event, it's a football in answer there, isn't it?
0: Yeah. No. I, it's always just been the team. i have just loved watching, I don't know, well I-, I loved watching them both but obviously with, with me being Ronaldo I was, uh, I'd been to a-, a game over in the burnabout and I was just just somewhere I thought I, re- I really want to play that's just like, the- if you could just play at the burnabout it's just well, it's, it's well, well of football, known it? that a
3: lot of people who play at the Burnabout start with a little low move to Port Vale. <laughs> <laughs> How many players have done that? Uh, it doesn't matter. The <laughs> um, you'll be the first. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a round number. <laughs> oh, really well, t- David Beckham played at Port Vale, not for. His, first, his first game was at Vale, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, and Paul Scholes' first game was at Vale.
3: Yeah, played kicks. at the Giggs.
2: Yeah. Neville. Neville, yeah. Skull no, Giggs was already in the United side, but then he didn't play that. It seems part.
3: like I was say it seems at the minute that were class enough for class in 92, two and just saying yeah, yeah. <laughs> because they all played against Giggs. us.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like yeah. great ball knowledge. Yeah. yeah. And Paul Skull's his first ever goal in professional football was against Vale at Vale Park. So there you go.
1: But well, do don't, don't forget though, Giuseppe Rossi and um Gerard Piquet and stuff played at Vale, didn't he? Yes. And that friendly so but the yep. key
3: thing is none of them played for Port Vale. Well, Philip Sharp
1: played in a Vale top once. Yes, he did.
3: 17.
1: Yeah. On mm-hmm.
3: trial. And we I'm said sure he
2: someone good told
0: enough. me. I'm sure someone told me about this actually. Before yeah. I signed, when I when I just signed, I'm sure someone told me that he'd he had a Vale top on.
3: Yeah. He had. A, he had a try. I think. He, did he play one trial game and then against Yeah. Yeah. We said he wasn't good enough. And. Yeah. <laughs> The rest and then, he just went on to, <laughs> and then he just went on to have that career that he's had. Yeah. yeah. Pot luck, wasn't
2: it? <laughs> hey, go on, Bez. Right, we're getting a bit more about you now, not football, just you in general. Favourite meal? Steak. Medium rare. Sauce? <laughs>
0: um... I'm not very adventurous with sauce. I've just peppercorn sauce.
2: Yeah, peppercorn, yeah, that no, will go with that. He's yeah, coming right. to the wedding. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's your yeah. special invite on air. Favourite band or artist?
4: Ooh. The Killers. Oh, OK. Mm-hmm. Well, next yeah. What next right. <laughs> oh,
0: Oh. I like I like all sorts though. Like I, just, I don't. I, I like the old Arctic Monkeys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the old ones
1: are my own, own heart. What was the yeah, last four or artist you went to see?
4: Um, I think it was.
0: It'd have been last. It'd have been summer. Here. Cortinas. Was that it? Manchester. Yeah, so it was up in Manchester, yeah. Fucking hell, Johnny. Calm
3: down.
1: <laughs> <laughs> was it on a Thursday night? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that... a... I think it was Eaton
3: Park on a static I put Jamie and Tom up from
0: there. Uh, I, I, I like Courtney as me. to be
3: fair, they're a band who are very loved in Stoke as well. They play they play, <laughs> they, play they play in Stoke quite regularly. Who picks
2: the pre match playlist in the veil vale dressing room at the moment?
0: Alex Yakavete.
2: And what's on it what's he putting on?
0: Oh crap. Shit. <laughs> Terrible.
2: Yeah, so ask,
0: no, what is it like, like heavy rap? Know what, know what was and he's gonna batter me for for saying this if he ever heard it, but um Jason, Jason Lutweiler, is um while the Yak was injured. It was Jason who was in charge of music and it was horrendous compared to, compared to Yak, Yak. Yak's was good if you're comparing it to, to,
3: to Jason's. What kind <laughs> because, of thing are we talking?
0: Uh, just, it was like, Jason's was a bit more like music where you're trying, it's trying to get you going, but it was just like sending me the complete <laughs> opposite way. I was thinking I can't get motivated to this. No wonder it' like twenty people in the change room had their earphones in. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say no wonder he, he's only on the bench. <laughs> yeah, but him and Connor, him and Connor Ripley had just been jamming to it together while everyone else has got their headphones on. Are they ever
3: apart, then, per?
0: No, they, they love each other. Then too, they they're, they're they're like honestly, it's like a married couple. Cause they'll argue and they'll uh, they'll say stuff about each other, and they'll, then they'll be hugging and kissing like five minutes later in the changing room. So they make up pretty quickly.
3: When you said they say stuff about each other, then I just got like a proper primary school argument in my head. Like,
4: yeah,
0: just no, then, you're too, an too too
3: idiot. No, you, you are. So, like, your mum. <laughs>
0: Yeah, they, um, yeah, them two always at it with each other, and then they're the the best mates. They're never apart. Them two. So.
2: I thought oh, you were going like to say Luke Viler put like Celine Dion on because she's Canadian, and she.
0: To be fair, it was like what type of music was it? It, I just didn't. It was just one of them where you just it just was really slow, and it was just not what you want before a game.
3: Was it like when it went on and everyone just kind of looks around the dressing room as if to say, "Who's put fair, this on? A few, uh,
0: yeah, a few people have said it and a few of the coaching staff have come in and gone, who's is this music? <laughs> and everyone's looking around.
3: <laughs> Saying yeah, nothing that,
0: like. like when, the, when the yak came back, it, it it picked up again. What sort of stuff's the
2: yak putting on then?
0: House music. Just
2: oh, things that are getting you. It's too busy for um, me, that.
0: <laughs> Two bits. Um, always walk out to the same song before. Always walk out I'm to the same. Th- he always.
4: <laughs>
0: <no>. <laughs> <laughs> he puts on Eminem. Um, Eminem, yeah, he puts on Eminem before every every time before we go. To be fair, oh, actually, which
4: Eminem song? The song is it?
0: now let me have a quick Does look. It look
3: lose yeah, I was going to say, yeah, it yeah, lose yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. What Stoke, that's what Stoke come out to.
3: yeah it might
0: might have been that it might have been a different one it might have been one of others but i i hear eminem on a lot in in the changing room it's always on but to be fair the wonder of you and um penny arcade i just stick to listening to that in my car on
5: the way me and
2: my missus just always always (laughs) listening to in the car now (laughs) we can't stop listening to it (laughs) Well, and does Ben Garrity have um, Belinda Carlisle on full whack all the time?
3: No. No. Oh, <laughs> you've and ruined just, it. Just on a little side note, just while we're on about the changing room, who's the biggest moaner? And have we just mentioned him in Ben Garrity?
0: <laughs> uh, I'm not sure it's Ben. I don't know if it is. I don't think it is Ben. If I'm saying going off mo- moaning, I'm saying... I'd have put Alfie up there. <laughs>
3: Loves a the moan.
0: Never, don't ever seem to be happy. Um, we'll
3: have to see with Alfie here if he throws you under the buzz with the same. Yeah,
0: one. <laughs> <laughs> he will do because me and him, it was just me and him that just moaned. We just all moan together. <laughs> yeah, we just be both just like complaining about something completely irrelevant. Um, but I'd say, to be fair, yeah, Gaz, Gaz, Gaz likes a moan. Um, here and there, but not, I wouldn't say he's the most.
3: Fair enough. Uh, right, uh, final one of this bit. What is your favourite holiday destination?
0: Ooh. See, my missus will batter me if I don't say Greece. Uh... <laughs> is she likely to listen?
3: Or is no. she there? <laughs> <laughs>
0: no. Unless she's come in the house and i <laughs> No, nah, my favourite holiday destination would be um, Orlando. But I want to go to Vegas. But I'm not all old, the, old enough yet. <laughs> all,
3: the, all the correct answers were Stag do April the 22nd. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think someone might still be playing the season then. I can throw a red card at them. When's, the,
0: when's the season finish
2: in League
3: One, is it not? 29th. Oh, yeah, 29th. There's a Prem the week after the Prem's
0: normally.
3: Tr- oh no, it's two it's weeks, not, it's isn't it? It's
0: not it's on the 40, 19th, 19th of May. Our last game's on the 19th of May, yeah. Shit. So it's a it's, yeah, it's, that's ridiculous. To, yeah. We did go back, I think, uh, a week later, was it? Oh, I think we went back a week or two later than. Uh, I
3: thought what they'd the have la- started earlier though, because of the Euros. Unless they're doing it to not have a break, such a break in between.
0: Yeah, maybe. Yeah,
3: and I then if oh. you break
2: into the first side before the Euros, the England first side, just don't don't forget who your favourite podcast is for them free tickets.
0: <laughs> oh no, I'll be keeping my fitness up then in case, in case I might get a call up for that. Euros. Well, exactly.
3: I, I, imagine I've got to tell my missus I can't get married because Ollie's got me some tickets to England Denmark the night before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll, get, I'll get you back. Don't worry. <laughs> Brilliant. Who's next?
1: Is he... Johnny next? Yeah. Um. So so now on on to on to obviously Vale. Um. When did you actually hear of, of Vale's interest in you?
0: Um. fair, it all came it came really soon. It was it was it was because I, I initially was told that I wasn't going to go out on my own. Um. Until Sheffield United got some players players in, and then. I was then let out and then I i was I had a meeting with the manager at Sheffield United and just about going out, and getting some game time. And then it was the to be fair, I'd spoke to quite a few players. Um I'd spoke to Billy Sharp and I'd spoke to Ollie Norwood, who had both who both know the gaffer Andy Crosby. Um just saying what they thought of Andy Crosby as a as a person and as a manager, um, and then it came pretty quick. It was within like a week. I then had a Zoom call and we, um, me and my me and my dad sat on sat on a Zoom and then they presented it to me. And to be fair, there was no real competition with it to be honest. It was I wanted to go to Port Vale and that was that. But it was funny funnily enough, like I think three weeks prior to that or two weeks prior to that, I'd had a meeting with the Doncaster manager because I was signing on loan for Doncaster. But then obviously I wasn't allowed out on loan at that point. So stayed at stayed at Sheffield United in pre season and then the opportunity came where I could come out on loan and then yeah, it was always Port Vale after Everything they presented to me, I was like, yeah, I'm selling Port Vale and that's where I want to go. And I came down to the club the day after I had the presentation and did my medical. And then I was chucked in the deep end that Monday and went and met the lads in, in Spain and we went to Spain.
2: And you've pretty much just answered the next question. So I'm going to change it a little bit because the next one was what major time for Vale. So talk to us about the PowerPoint presentation. Now, we're not going to ask for everything that's in it, but how detailed is it?
0: Oh, it's very detailed. Like, um, the, all the coaching staff are on it. It's obviously Dave Flickcroft who was doing the the whole presentation, and yeah, they just sit sit um, to go through how they want to play, um, what they see my my role as being, and how they see me fitting into the team, into the system, um, and then just it was a bit like a just a time for me to ask any questions of of what about about the club really. And it was we was on for an hour, maybe, and it was as soon as I came off, to be honest, I said to my dad, no, I want I wanna go there, I wanna sign there and it literally told my agent that this is where I wanna go and the next morning I was I was driving down to Port Vale to, to do my medical
2: and you mentioned before if it had been two weeks earlier Doncaster would in for you did you yeah. go and have a look round Doncaster yeah yeah I went up to Doncaster yeah so we've spent a lot of money on our training facility the T-zone and all that just out of interest from Avail because we know our ground's quite old it was built in 1954 Doncaster's yeah. quite a new modern ground etc what are Vale's facilities like compared to someone with a newer ground and were be they better than you anticipated about what you anticipated worse
0: to be fair, I never actually went to the Doncaster Stadium. so their their training ground was like five, ten minutes from from their stadium. So I went to the training ground and um, just had a look around really. But to be fair, I was like when they said that they did it all at the, like the training ground was at the ground for Port Vale. I was like shocked with how like good the facilities and everything around are um like the pictures and the changing rooms and how uh, you did add like they've got a they've got a changing room for match days and then the changing room they have the have for um the changing room they have for training days and then the gym and all the facility the facilities like the gym's probably the best the best gym that i'd seen um Chef, I don't even Chef, It runs Sheffield United's close, to be honest. Um, with I, I thought the facilities were were spot on, and um, I went down down and had a look around, and it was literally didn't even need to didn't even need to walk around for longer than five minutes, and I was already like, yeah, this is this is perfect. This is where I want to come and play, and I feel comfortable here.
2: Honestly, that's good, Ian. You've got the ice bath things now, are not you? Cryotherapy changes. Yeah. yeah. Which what play are they is like? The biggest, yeah, and which play <laughs> is the biggest baby when it comes to that that, you know, you have to force in?
4: Ooh. Just the a few they people
0: look, that... They look cold, don't <laughs> they? <few>, yeah. <laughs> yeah there's a few people that don't like <clears throat> There's quite a lot that don't like that. Loads, I can, loads I can of imagine, to be fair. That <laughs> cheesy don't, cheesy don't like that. Uh, but Chizzy Chizzy's Chizzy funny because he'll just go and dip sometimes in the ice bath in the morning. Just to he's he's in he's in a he's in a routine Chizzy where he, he does his um, ice bath in the morning. And to be fair, he, get, he gets in and everyone all get changed and go up for breakfast. He'll get changed and then go and dip himself in the ice bath, and he will set his day off. And uh, to be fair if I'd have been there any longer I wanted to join him and start doing it because he says it's good for you and he says like it just prepares him well for training and it's something he does but uh, what else would I say that I don't like it Gavin Massey don't like it I know he don't like it definitely doesn't doesn't like that (laughs) Um, Connor Ripley as well yeah Connor Ripley hates it
3: Really, because he probably can't yeah, get his Connor, wood in with him, can he?
0: <laughs> Connor, Connor, Connor hates it. He do not like the uh cryo death, he'd, he'd say he'd say that as well.
3: He'd, he'd 100% say that. Does, you know, when when like Sheffield United say, right, you can go out on loan with it being your first loan spell, and obviously you've had is it four games you've played for the first team up to that point? Yeah. Do you have in your head kind of what level you're at? Like, do you think to yourself, "I'm probably better than League Two, but do I go and try my hand at League One? Am I lower end Championship? Do you know, because we've obviously seen how yeah. you've performed in League One. If you went to Doncaster, mate, you'd have, you'd have probably have twenty goals to your name as well. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest,
0: it is hard. You don't really know where to to pitch. Like, what where you think you are at? Um, and in terms of I I think the last gate league game I'd played for Sheffield United before that was like November. So it was like it was it weren't even late in the season type of thing. Um so yeah, I didn't I didn't really know know where to pitch myself at, but I obviously with good people around me and the, there's good people in, in the club at Sheffield United who believe in me. Um that say I can play a higher up than League Two and you should be able to play League One and um, prof- uh, pros at United and people like that that, is, that are saying this. So, um, yeah, they gave me gave me good advice. And then, yeah, I, I'm glad that, obviously, it all planned out how it did, really.
2: And you say 20 goals, Tom, I'm going 15. I saw that miss at Mansfield in the Cup. <laughs>
0: I still can't get over that. If you see though, it, take, it does take a deflection. But if you, my dad won't let me t- talk about that. He Says it's a load of shit. I, can't, I can't remember <laughs> there, that. There, there is, trust me, there's a deflection. I know. If you can see, like on the highlights, you see it take a little deflection when it comes in, and that's it's going in. If not, <laughs>
3: oh, is that the one that hit the post? Yeah, yeah. I yeah, couldn't yeah. see it because I had about th- three meters of fog in my yeah. face. Yeah. Couldn't see the bloody opposite end. My dad texted me and said, what a what a save. And I said, I don't, <clears throat> I don't think he saved it, Dad. I think he's hit the post, but, yeah. but you scored oh, the one I at Exeter, didn't you? So, well, forgive you.
0: Yeah, that offside goal, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was definitely, I'm glad you said
3: it, because we all said it was off.
0: <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, it's a good offside goal, though, that one. It? <laughs> yeah. It's only
2: offside if slow. the liner puts the flag up.
0: Yeah, I was a bit slow to come back up, to be fair, and... Uh, yeah, well, luckily for me, it was... It so was the line.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't do that in the Premier Fuck VAR. It's better without you. <laughs> uh,
3: where are we at? Oh, you, um, what's your most memorable game at the Vale? Uh, for the right reasons, we'll go with first. <laughs> <laughs> we won't go with, with the wrong reasons. <laughs> uh, I'd say either
0: Mansfield or Reading um, okay. I'd say I don't know Reading yeah was um, yeah Reading was my first obviously league league game and it was the atmosphere uh, the atmosphere and everything and I thought like just going out and I felt it was just I wanted to express myself and that's how I wanted to play and uh, yeah I, I went out of there it was obviously Difficult time. I think my, my granddad passed the night before, and then just to go out and put a performance like that, I know he, he'd have been watching. So it was definitely um, that one or or the Mansfield, because Mansfield was a special night as well. To be fair, with they with um, they were unbeaten at home as well, weren't they? So unbeaten
3: um, in nineteen games, weren't they? Did we you have, some, really, we did you have really some mates well, in the though. crowd at Mansfield as well? Did it?
0: yeah, yeah. My mates came. Yeah, they're they uh,
3: the ones who you grabbed onto just after Alfie had scored.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I um, so my mate texted me, my my closest mate. He he, he, was, he was he was like four or five of them there, but he was like, "Oh, can I just, I, I just, can I have your shirt?" He lives like ten seconds from my house. So he's <laughs> like, "Can I have your shirt after the game, please?" I said, "Yeah," but then I seen him at the front and I could ask him, but then I thought I'm not taking my shirt off and trying to give him because someone someone could either grab it off him or and like I, I want to give it him. So I, I literally. Got in the car, drove back up to my house, and went round to his house, just <laughs> dropped it him off. <laughs> so yeah, that was it. Was definitely Mansfield or or Reading both games were were good, definitely.
3: The the atmosphere at the Reading game was incredible as well, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Because was... I don't know if I don't know if you would know all, but that was our first game with the Hammerland being home fans. Yeah, that was away fans before, so it was like a bit of a. We didn't really know how it was going to be. What was the atmosphere like before, with the other way, with it being the other way around? Um, it was weird because behind the goal wasn't so much of where people went. So yeah. you know, like if you're shooting towards the Hammerland, end, the right-hand side corner. Yeah,
0: paddock, yeah,
3: that yeah. was yeah the paddock. That was where more all the singers went beforehand.
0: right. Um,
3: and be there's easy, a bit of it. There's a bit of a jury's out at the minute in the weather. Yeah. It's. Because I Does think that people are still here? trying there's to
2: find a bit their feet with it. Because the away fans were there, there's a bit of back and forth between the fans, whereas now there's not really anything between the fans at Vale, is there?
3: Because the away fans are obviously right at the other end.
0: Yeah. and the facilities better and the the stuff in the... In
3: yeah, the, handle, yeah. Chill, in the handle, yeah, yeah. Times, yeah. Yeah, I don't know yeah. the bike yeah. yeah, cars is... Um, if Fair I said got to got you, a like a World War II trench um <laughs> the, 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 do I'll be doing i'd be doing it a favor yeah
0: <laughs> to be fair where, to be fair where the cause stand is i think uh, I remember doing the we do a couple we do the match prep sessions the day before the games on the on the pit on the pit on the actual pitch, and I've ended up we do it at the by down at that bottom bit, and I've hit a few over, fully over, cleared
2: the stand.
0: So there'll be a few balls in all them bushes and stuff. So someone will be getting some balls. <laughs> was it, that
2: a five pound fine? Yeah, it was. Yeah.
0: Was that what huge? are the fines? What are the fines like? They're so honestly. I couldn't. When I first went, I couldn't believe like all the, the the fines like that that were there. I was thinking some of them were just really. I don't know. It felt really harsh, some of them. Did did Smithy make them all? I don't know. I think there were quite a few who made them. Um, But like, like, being on your phone 30 minutes before something or... Just things like that, that I, I couldn't pick up on at first. And I was getting a fair few fines, and money were racking up. And mm. <laughs> I had to quickly learn it. I had to go felt on my phone, and I thought, I need to learn these fines. But it, to be fair, it caught everyone out. And oh, so many people were getting, getting
2: fined at the start of the season. <laughs> Who's the hardest player to get the fine money off?
0: Who's the oddest player? Oh, easy.
3: Rich Clark. Really? <laughs>
4: Yeah,
0: is that why he keeps being injured?
3: He's He's got too many fines.
0: (laughs) He's always getting fined, or it's no, he's it's either that or he's always moaning about his fine. He's always got a reason to try and back his fine. Why it shouldn't be
3: so funny? (laughs) Sounds like my kind of guy. To be fair, I'm, (laughs) I'm like with parking tickets. If I get a parking ticket, I can test it, even if I'm in the even if I'm in the wrong. Just make some yeah, bullshit it. up that it it shouldn't be
2: me. Yeah. And on fines, who's been fined the most for clearing the fence?
0: Oh, balls over the fence.
3: Mm. I'm better on this <laughs> throwing people under the balls. I don't.
2: It's going to be a striker or a midfield, is not it? You yeah, it's, 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 a, yeah it's
0: a, a striker. It's a striker because they just do finish. They do finishing drills as well and all different things. Like that. I'd probably say, ooch. Yeah, that's not... Or Oh oh ooch or ooch or, 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 or who else is there? Who else is there? To be fair, I've had my fair few. Shit. I've had a fair. I've had a fair few that I've gone over. Um, who else has had it? To be fair, everyone, everyone's had the fair share, even defenders and in, in things like that. It's a good, it's a good one to to get the money up. To be honest, because yeah, yeah, people close the fence a fair bit. Is it a
3: yeah. is it a Christmas do fund then? Is it the fine money?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's why you look That's why it went to. Um, Did you get go yeah. with the Christmas do or not? With being injured, me? I know I yeah. didn't go. No. I um, we were away, we went, we were on international
3: when, yeah, it uh, was. It, they went, it, did they it, go to London? Did they, I think, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: So, uh, yeah, me, Alfie, Josh, missed out on it. Um, unfortunately, and all that like, money
2: you put in at the start, and all
0: the, yeah, and all the <laughs> money and everything we've put in. And yeah, I think there were, I think there were a few others that didn't go. Maybe Mitch, I don't think went, um, Ben Garrity, I don't think went. So, but yeah. Everyone, everyone had to chuck... Tr- I, I didn't have to chuck tr- the most money in, at least. Uh, compared to someone like me, I don't think went then. Uh, I'd and I'd be, be fuming if I chucked powder. a wad in
3: and then gonna, didn't get anything back off it yeah. I'd, I'd be ringing up asking for me cut I would yeah. oh you're I'm that sure guy I aren't I, you I, Johnny I,
0: I, I, was asking, I was asking Nathan Smith for, for my money back for ages he said yeah you'll get it back don't worry you can have half of it back so he agreed on having half for it back and yeah I never got it I think nah. he just he, I think he sent me a photo of him having a pint in London he was like oh <laughs> you, you, you do money's going well <laughs>
3: I just left it. Yeah, you're not arguing with him, are you? Let's face it, you're no, not going to win, no. are you? <laughs> no, no. Uh, mm. Where are we at, Johnny? Is it you? Yeah.
1: So, what we usually do is we'd usually dissect a player's career, um, but obviously six months on loan and a um, couple against Sheffield United, we're going to we're going to do something a little bit different. So, we, we want to we want to know what a day in the life of Oli Blaster is in three different situations. So. Start that Monday when you turned up at the airport for Vale. What was what was that day like?
0: Um, to be honest, I I got we was in a hotel. I was got put in a hotel the night before at the airport, and I met Kofi because Kofi I think had just signed. He just signed. He played I think on in the friendly on on the Saturday. Kids yeah. Broke, uh, yeah. Yeah, he, so he played in that, but I didn't play in that. And anyway, he was in the same hotel as I was, so we we met up and we just started drinking the, um, in the restaurant at the at the hotel. Um, and then we had to be up early for the flight, so I think me and me and him he drove he drove us round, and then we got to got to the airport, and then to be fair, we. It was just me and him walking through and I just felt so awkward, like there was just people with Port Vale tracks who scattered all over and I was just, I think the people, everyone's just in the, like a group and well there were people in like threes and fours and I just felt really awkward because I'd never met these people and like they'd never met me so I, we obviously... I just met um, I was just speaking to him like that in the airport and um it was mainly to be fair I mainly spoke when i was when I was first at the airport with all the joel you know, like the academy lads they always kinda it was kind of always the thing when I was like in the academy the academy lads if they' were going on tour they'd stay together type of thing um so i was I was just speaking to all them lot and then i got i got part i got sat next to nathan smith on the on the on the plane. <laughs> Did he just smile? Oh at you my the God! How
3: annoying be... must he be on a plane? Honestly, <laughs> people
0: were people were like telling me this, like David Dunn, and everyone were like worst person you could be sat next to. And I think no, he's nice, fine.
4: Like,
0: and he he, t- he rinses me ever to this day from. Um, he got a drink and I said, he was like, he just politely went, Do you want anything? Do you want anything? And I was like, oh, I'll have a hot chocolate, please. And to, to this day, every time I turn up, it turned up to training in clothes or whatever gear I had on. And if it were designer or whatever, he's like, All this money you're getting, this, that, and the other. And you, you rinsed me for a hot chocolate on plate. <laughs> <laughs> I never, I've never lived it down since, and he, he'll always bring that up. But to be fair, it was, it was, it was good to be fair. Me and him was playing, playing some, some game on his iPad, and we was just having a, a general, a general chat, and it was, it was, it was really good to, to be with, to be honest. Um, and then yeah, we got, we got there, and um, just went into to the first session. Really, I think we trained that night. So. And then when you when you're there and everything, you you have meetings and you get to know each other and um, you. Yeah, I think the gaffer's already said something on the lines of, "We had like that thing where everyone had a chat, you know, like as he said that."
3: Uh, yeah, we yeah, he mentioned It a night, didn't
0: he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I Well, yeah, So we did. So he told us that he was doing that. So he got the senior lads like Nathan, Funzo. He got all them, I think we did five people a night. Um, I think we were there for five nights or whatever. And he did five people five, uh, five people did it each night. And it started with all the senior players. And I was just thinking to myself, I was shitting myself. Like, I don't even know these people. Like, how am I gonna stand up and like just speak about my my life? Like and, and to be honest, it was honestly the like the best thing that he did for 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 us all I think like I think everyone just bonded to that with what everyone was saying and everyone just knew about everyone was like people were like crying and that and it was like really it just it just made everyone come together more I feel and from then on I don't think that's why I was so happy that I joined up with a squad in Spain and um, it was as soon as I came back to England and came into training and it was just it was so easy (laughs)
2: Sin, you were worried about that now here you are know, on our podcast talking to all five of our listeners. <laughs>
1: yeah, three, three of them are your family best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey. But, but, but well, wait, back to Spain quickly. Did you have a... Is, is there a, like, initiation process for a new lad, especially whilst you're out there, or relatively new squad, was there quite a few?
0: Um, we didn't ever do initiation there. We didn't do it there. We did it Barnsley away.
3: Fucking we explains a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was the initiation it not up, up, was was it? It? <laughs> Oh yeah, the initiations were
0: all because you could pay a fine or you could, uh, you or you could sing. And what did uh, you do? I sang. I would never paying paying a was fine what what was no, for? What's your initiation song? I sang Erasia, A Little Respect. Go That's for a... it. No, I'm not singing it now. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Forever it be recorded. Not a
4: That's uh,
3: fine, think... then. <laughs> yeah. Fire no. in the John Rudge statue, That not it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> the best initiation song was uh, Three Little Birds, Jason uh, Jason Wyler. Oh, my goodness. He got everyone going and just so funny, especially how he we was singing it as well. It was just, it was just hilarious. So funny, just uh, he proper went for it though, and like, cause I feel like you've got to, aren't you, to cut the awkward yeah, shit.
3: Shit or bust, didn't it? Yeah, just, gotta...
0: I just got a full on send it, and he just full on went for it, and it was class to <laughs>
3: See, I suppose both Trekkie goalkeepers here. would have had to do it wouldn't they as well because yeah, Con- yeah game. Conor yeah. Ripley
0: did it as well and he, he got right into it as well to be honest everyone was in there Carol was in there we was all
2: everyone was in there singing to be honest what oh did Ripley do can you remember oh,
0: what did he sing no I can't remember what he sang <laughs> That's, you'll have to ask
2: him AFC Wimbledon, they recorded all their initiations and put them out, and they were a really good watch, actually. The club Yeah, the but
0: everyone would, be paying, everyone would be paying the fine. Yeah, no
2: one,
3: no one would want to be singing, would they?
0: Yeah. <laughs> it was the first few, to be fair, that did pay the fine, and it was only, I think, probably half, if half, I don't even think it was half. What's
3: the fine, if you can tell us?
0: The fine? Um,
3: Just so I can weigh up whether it's worth. 100,
0: 100 quid? Does it say it's going to have to be chunky? Yeah, yeah I'd it, was either it was either
2: 100 or
0: 200.
2: What it, two. It's one of them. Two, oh. Bezzy, I won't pay for it. Oh, I'm singing. I'm singing <laughs> no matter what. <laughs> I don't care. I was singing no matter what. Exactly. I if the think... fine was a quid, I'd sing. Go for
3: it. Yeah. We know that. We've seen that at the quiz quiz, uh, the, <laughs> the quiz quiz, at the ale of ale was... quiz nights. Yeah
0: we had a pot built up though, because I think I think the Smithy and that were quite, uh, quite happy that quite a lot didn't sing because you yeah, gave some money in the pot, so it was pretty good for him
2: I bet he paid the fine, didn't he? Oh yeah, of course he did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I can see that. <laughs> Anyone else that you think that paid fine? Just thinking.
3: Oh, I'm trying to think who else came in.
2: Just was he in then? Just Thomas was he? Oh yeah, of course he was in by Barnes He wasn't
3: Yeah,
2: just Thomas sang Just
3: Did he? <laughs>
0: Yeah, he sang, yeah. Tom Jones or he Charlotte
2: sang. Church. No, was Josh <laughs> Thomas went first
0: as well. Like when it, when it's that awkwardness uh, like, where when it's that awkwardness and it's like oh he wants
2: to, he was, everyone's looking around. Josh Thomas stood up and just went for it. In yeah, a cat- I'm going I'm going the yak sang. He's must have done if he's in charge of the playlist. The yak, did he sing? I think he did, yeah. I think he did sing. I think he did. He I reckon feels. Jason Lowe paid the fine
3: Nah, Jason Lowe's no, a singer
2: No, singing, yeah he's, he,
3: I reckon, he I reckon it, yeah. what he hasn't told everyone He's in a tribute band on a Saturday <laughs> night In the middle of Bolton somewhere or something. <laughs> I, tell, I, I tell you, I, I
0: guarantee
1: Mitch Hart didn't sing
0: Mitch Clark, Yeah, I don't think Mitch did sing, no I don't think he
2: did And refused yeah. to pay the fine Yeah
0: <laughs> no, nah, he'd, he'd have had to pay the fine. Him and, him and Nathan. It was Nathan coming out on top, definitely.
1: <laughs> well uh, else, man. Connor, Connor Grant didn't either.
0: No, I think Connor Grant did sing. Ah.
1: Yeah, did, Tom Tom sang, sing. Song. did Tom Sang song? Did Tom Sang
0: song? Did Tom sing song? Sing, sing. Tom sang, no, I don't sing. think. I don't think Sangi sang. See, I would have Sangy down. <laughs> sang to be fair, I've got.
3: I've got. <laughs> I've got Sangy down as like a proper Love Islander.
2: <laughs> I don't think he did sing, no. I don't think he did.
3: Uh, uh, what
2: about Schofield, the assistant manager? Because he'd have been you. Yeah.
3: Fucking hell, I wonder why you were going with that then, Bez, I'll be honest, after the, <laughs> to after after the Schofield had come out in the summer. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, he did. He did, yeah. Because he was the one that was always winding everyone up, tapping the glass and waiting and trying to get people to sing. And Every away trip when any of the younger lads had be coming, uh, he'd always be tapping the glass and making everyone look around thinking what... Uh, but yeah, I think
2: he sang at Barnsley as well. Uh, going on a more serious note about Barnsley now, we're not going to ask you what we said in the dressing room after because that's enough for us to know. That's for you to know. But... What were your thoughts after the game when, you know, you've turned up, you come on for the last 20 minutes, 30 minutes, we got yeah. drum 7-0. You must have been thinking, what the fuck's gone on here?
4: Yeah, it were a bit,
0: it were, it were a proper strange one, to be honest, because when I came in at pre-season and like the work we'd done and how sharp it was and I was, I, I was always thinking like, we were fully prepared for the start of the season like don't get me wrong we were fully ready and it was when I think I sat in the changing room after I was just like Jesus like because obviously there was two two and a half thousand Vale fans as well there and you know at the start of the season everyone everyone wants to start well don't they and you always want to get off on the right right foot and I, I, it just the, the manner of the 7 nil was just I think it were just really deflating like but from all the build up to, to then to then that. Um was obviously disappointing. But to be fair, the gaffer we 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 analyzed it like every game we have done to be honest. Um and he, he spoke in the change room and a few of the senior boys spoke in the changing room. Um and just had their say on it. It's obviously fresh straight after um got what they got what they needed to say out and then we We looked at it again on the Monday and just prepared again for the next game. It's hard, obviously, to just put it aside, obviously, after you've just been beat 7 0. But we knew that that weren't going to define us, type of thing. We always knew that we were always better than that. And they were just, they were clinical and like just watching on from the side. You could just see they were ruthless with with their chances. But we always knew they weren't going to determine. The outcome of the season, or or whatever, and I think we went unbeaten, did we? After that, yeah, <laughs> and and yeah, it just it just shows, really, doesn't it? That it's a defeat, whether it's one 0 or seven 0 but obviously they say it never, it never looks as good, does it? But you you just you, we lost, and obviously it wasn't good enough on the first first game.
1: Yeah, um, we're going to move 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 on to the last last couple now, so. When when you got back from Spain, obviously we we spoke about that. You you come you come come into Vale. What's it like for life as a lone player? Because obviously you know it's not f- for good. That's not your home for the next two three years, like you would if you signed permanently on contract. You're not a million miles from home like some people are. So what's it like for a lone player?
0: Um, to be fair, I. I just took it how it was really I as, as soon as it, the opportunity came up I just saw it as something like right I want to go I want to prove myself to to play I want to I first of all I need to get into the team and then I've got to prove myself that I'm good enough to play to play there and um, that was my that's the opportunity that I saw when when I was go, was coming to Port Vale and um uh, yeah, it's a bit different at first than you think. Oh, coming through Sheffield United since I was six, I was just like, "Oh, I just want to, i going to play for United, and that's just going to be me." And but that's obviously everyone's career paths are different. And um, let's say it was the best thing that I could have done, really. Um, and yeah, I, I I did a lot of traveling. I traveled there and back i sometimes travelled in the morning sometimes travelled back after training just because it would be done maybe early afternoon some days and just want to come home but um, <laughs> it like I know that like feeling <laughs>
3: <laughs> early yeah. afternoon early afternoon's prime time for finishing work innit, mate
0: yeah it's, <laughs> it's good so I just thought I'd oh, come home and I can like, but, but then obviously I understood the you do a lot you, you, with the training and the game. Schedule, we're playing Tuesday, Saturday. So my body, I needed to rest. And with me then playing quite a lot Tuesday, Saturdays, it was week in, week out. that I know I had to stay. So, but the club was so good. Like The club was so good with me, with all the loans that we had. If we wanted a hotel, they'd get us a hotel when um, we didn't have the house and Everything was looked after people would be ringing us to make sure it's all sorted and everything was checked up on and everything was alright I spoke to Dave Dave was ringing me off really often and we were just having general conversation and to be fair I just fit in really perfect and to be fair from the, from the first week in Spain I kind of knew I got that vibe about the club and the people that are there are really good people. So I, I knew that I could perform. I didn't have any reason that I couldn't perform on the pitch because everything off the pitch was
2: perfect, really. Brilliant. And the last one for a day in the life of... An England international. What was that like? It's good. Um, it was obviously...
3: <laughs> I imagine it is, mate, Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's all right. Yeah, no, yeah, it's,
2: yeah
0: it's good. Uh, nice, nah, it's obviously when you're there I always said Bales facilities are good but then when you get at St George's Park (laughs) Incredible aren't they? I've (laughs) left there
2: a few times Incredible
0: Yeah the facilities are just crazy and the good thing about it was like you'd wake up and you'd just walk down for breakfast you didn't have to get in your car you you didn't have to go and you're just like and it just that's just like you'd be walking out to the pitches and they'd be multiple pitches and it's just like the facilities and everything and then obviously going and playing abroad and playing in new stadiums and things like that Germany and all the top international teams so it's it's really good and I felt that it had helped obviously with Al- Alfie was there as well weren't he so um, Did you room with him there? No so we didn't room together Alfie had obviously been to England He'd, I think Alfie was in, has been in every camp since like under 15
3: so um, he's like, he's like a he's a season pro when it comes to yeah. that. Yeah, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, he's he's really close with the lad from P- the Peterborough centre off Ronnie Edwards. Um, so he shared, he's he's with him all the time. He was with him, and uh, to be fair, I got along, got on with everyone really. Um, I so I I didn't share with him, but I shared with uh, a few of the lads, um, Louis All, who's at Newcastle, and. Um, a lad called Luke Chambers, he's on he's just being loaned out to Wigan. So but yeah, everyone gets on with everyone and it was it was just everyone you're all the same age and you're all you're all just playing football and it's something you love doing and everyone's at a different stage in the career. But when you're playing for England it was all it was really good really.
2: Yeah, if do you any find future stars that put a word in for the vape.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll do <laughs> Do you find that, like, sometimes is there things with England where you're a bit like, oh, shit, wasn't expecting that to be, like, not done for you, but on offer or anything like that? Like, Um, to the level of professionalism where it's a bit like, oh, no, that's readily available to you, you can have that, that sometimes might not be, obviously.
0: Yeah, probably just like just the food the drinks like you could there's the facilities inside the hotel you could just go and get recovery shape like smoothies and there's like all different things and then you've got like a chef and everything that cooks in front of you and things like that they're just like you just you're there and you can pick whatever you want you can pick whatever you want and it's just like it's a bit it's i don't know for me it was sent really weird you know at first and it's
3: did yeah, that's he, what yeah, I mean. Like, it is it a bit like, feel oh like, yeah. God, what's this yeah.
0: like? Yeah, it didn't, but then I suppose you I don't know, it's just what comes with it, I suppose. Yeah. So it's kind of yeah, but at first it did feel a bit a bit weird and different to what what it, what it's normally like at club, yeah.
2: Did you get trained on that first pitch, that Wembley replica pitch, or is that purely for the first team? Um there's the pitch when you Which get St George's Park there's the big pitch and the dimensions of it the grass and everything is exact replica of Wembley is All it right. it
4: the
0: Bobby Charlton pitch or something oh, like that Oh yeah yeah Bobby, yeah. Bobby Charlton pitch yeah yeah that's the that's where the uh, seniors yeah. trained on and it's exact replica pitch of Wembley everything is yeah. exactly the same yeah no they they were always on there Just all, yeah so we was always we was on the same pitch for the full week we'd be on the same pitch twenty uh, ones would be on the same pitch and the seniors would always be obviously on
3: that pitch. Yeah
2: so when I got always... I didn't get ref on that pitch
3: I was on the back pitches. You were on the five far... <laughs> you were on the five sides, weren't you? The power yeah. league behind it. Um, <laughs> is it is there always a group of England squads there then? Like are the are the first there until they fly out wherever or and yeah, then yeah, it's yeah. the twenties and nineteens, is everybody there or
0: it just depends who's on the camp. so yeah who's what games are like? So I think last camp was November. The seniors, I think, were there for the first three days. The twenty ones were there for the first three days. Uh, the nineteens had gone as we just got there. They were flying to somewhere. Um, so it's like it all depends on who's who's got what and where the games are really. Um, but yeah, the the hotel and everything. It'd be really quiet with obviously the seniors. When the seniors are on site, no one's in any of the hotels. So the whole place is just for the seniors, the 20s. Oh, right. Whatever camps, say, say the seniors were on site and the 21s and the 20s were on site as well. Everyone would be together, but there'd be no like public there type of thing. Do you know what I mean? Whereas yeah. obviously it's a hotel and people can stay whenever the seniors aren't there. So like when the twenties or the twenty ones are there, like the, the the public can be there as well. So that was a bit different at first.
3: Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah.
0: So they, they, um yeah. So this this. So when the seniors
3: are there, do you do you mix with them at all as well or not? Uh. So where. All, like uh, rooms and stuff. are,
0: the like, you come as you, you have to like walk down for food and like where you walk down for food and everything. The seniors are always just sat like sat around like the tables, or they might be playing playing a game or cards or whatever in the, their own time. So yeah, everyone like speaks to everyone type of thing. Like you'll you'll say,
3: but, I just uh, find yeah. it mad. I just be like, yeah. you're just walking down for some food, and you're like, fucking hell, there's Harry Kane. Just like... Yeah, it is. yeah
0: it's a, it is a bit like that, Like, well, just how you say it, to be fair, because you're just walking past and then Harry Kane's just walking past you on the phone or, or whatever, and you're speaking to him for 10 seconds. It's a bit mad, like you're just walking back to your room and Harry Kane's just sleeping in the same thing. It's like, it's a bit <laughs> weird.
2: <laughs> Was he speaking fluent German at that point?
3: No. No, no it's Eric Day, you want to get on the German, and he's He's adopted Joey Barton's... Uh... Yeah. Of using the accent, Annie, without the words. Yeah. yeah. And how big Zaddy McGuire's
1: <laughs> head? No, we're not gonna have someone <laughs> someone will clip it and send it to him. I was gonna say just going back to the England's England sort of setup, I know that you didn't from the pictures that we saw, but we saw Alfie stepped up to, to train with the seniors and stuff like that. Yeah. Like what what's what's the sort of difference in the two in, in the two camps? Because like? obviously you you young lads are all technically gifted and like we we've seen that the players in, in in your camp especially a lot of them are playing at League One level. Uh, compare that to obviously stepping up into the seniors where they're all at the top end of the game. What what sort of is it? Is it quicker? Is it like how is it?
4: Um,
0: to be fair, if I'm just watching their training because um, you can you can watch it just from probably watching their training, it's just. You can be kinder of it's It's. I wouldn't say it's just. I wouldn't say it's just quicker. I'd probably just say it's. They're all in, really intelligent with what they're going to do. They know what they're going to do, Um and then everyone's kind. Everyone kind of knows what that player is going to do as well. They're all on the same like wavelength, and that's why it just float. It makes it look like it's going even quicker, but because they're all on the same type of wavelength, it's like. Everyone knows where the next pass is then going, and you can kind of see that. And it's like the awareness they've got when the ball when the, we ain't got the ball.
5: Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver-assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices
0: they'll know where they're then gonna play it before the ball's even got to them. So um I'd just say that's probably that's probably the main thing from when I'm looking on, you'll look at someone and you'll think, what's he looking at? Like but he'll know where his next pass is gonna then go and then it just keeps it flowing more and I feel like that's why they they're so good like in possession and that's why you don't see it changing transitions so many times.
1: Yeah, brilliant. So oh, last question then on that. Um because we know we, we we we're gonna let you go in a sec. Um, more violence on in fifteen minutes. So. <laughs> <laughs> is 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 that learnt behaviour then, or is that is that in, is that something that you you you're born with? This is kind of the nature versus nurture in terms of talent, I suppose. Um, I don't,
0: do I think it's something that that you're born with? This yeah. like, right. What, the the like the intelligence and the
4: um
0: in a way yeah maybe um i feel like it's people, some people will be different i suppose but um i just feel when i'm when i'm when you're watching them type of people you can you just they they just know i don't know if they've been taught to just to have the pictures in the head already, but the, you you look at them and they'll know already where that pass is then going to go, and you'll see you'll see them having a quick glance, but then you, they'll put their head down and they won't need to look again. Um, and I feel like some players have just got that intelligence, and some people just know where to be on a pitch. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a helpful trait to have. <laughs> so have <got, laughs> yeah. uh, intelligence on a pitch,
2: yeah, definitely. And we will let you go in a second so last one from me first of all from all the Vale fans thank you for the six months loan that we've had because it's been incredible watching you develop as a player it's been incredible to see a player with your technical ability pull on a Vale shirt and play for six months it's been an absolute honour to watch so on a serious note thank you very much and on a second note can you make a promise live on air that if you were to ever leave Sheffield United no matter who <laughs> comes in even if it's Real Madrid you say no I'd love to go back to Port Vale <laughs>
0: I, to be fair, I, I I wouldn't be able to do it. <laughs>
3: I wouldn't be able to say that. No, fair enough. I, but no, honestly, hell, I serious, thought man. you were talking to me, not Ollie, when you said all that then. <laughs> <laughs> no, on a serious note, thank you very much, because it has been a pleasure to
2: pull your watch you pull on the Vale shirt and play for Vale, and with you and Alfie on now, it's a big hole to feel to see if we can get him to carry us through the rest of the season. But yeah, really enjoyed watching you play for Vale. Thank you very much, and oh, I for one will be watching your career develop from from Stoke. What? Thank
0: you. No, oh, I've really, from... I've, i I've <laughs> really enjoyed, I've really enjoyed it, and I just I, I look forward to even just coming back to watch. To be honest, so I'll be I'll be definitely back
3: back down. And in after after that first watch. England cap, you've got to promise you'll come back on the pod with us. Yeah, yeah, because then we'll <laughs> do a day in the life of a full England international. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but no problem. We are, yeah. we are going to let you go now, but just one thing before you go. We've got the Ale and the Veil quiz coming up on the 2nd of Feb. And Ollie... We have. 9th been... of Feb. 9th of Feb. That's the one. I don't <laughs> don't know, come a week
3: we... early, whatever you do, because there'll be <laughs> no there. <bugger. laughs> come a
1: week early if you want the ball. We'll get the bar open. 9th of Feb. We'll scratch that. But Ollie, you've donated a prize for for us to raffle off. So over to you and tell us what you've given us.
0: Yeah, so um, there's a chance to just win a, a, a pair of signed boots of mine. Um, obviously, I wanted to raffle it off. Um, so yeah, chance of winning some match worn uh, some match worn boots. So yeah, and they've still yeah, got yeah.
3: the grass on them. So I'll make sure that comes with them as well.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, top man. Thank you very much. And the quiz is sponsored by Ignite. How do you spell that, Ollie? He's forgotten.
3: No <laughs> Ignite <laughs> with an eye, for God's Ignite sake. I told you to keep your shit jokes to yourself.
1: <laughs> <He's>
3: <laughs> no. But cheers all. Cheers all thanks for that, mate.
1: Yeah, thanks thank very, much very much, mate. Much.
0: Thank you. Speak to you soon, thank Paul. You. Take care.
1: And then there was three.
2: Brilliant. Absolutely a, love that. What a guy. Yeah. high quality. And he hasn't gone watch Love Island, by the way, I was just winding him up. He has.
3: Because he says there's no way he's watching that, but he's lying.
2: Is Love Island even on <laughs> at the moment, or it? Yeah,
3: it's oh, some, it? my message is watching it, it's some bloody shit all stars version or something. Oh no. It just means from nine till twenty past ten every night I'm free to do what the bloody hell I want.
2: Yeah, it means Thank nothing you. to me. It means nothing. Well, Johnny, we've been recording for ages. How do we carry on with the pod now?
3: Wow, we can start with a bit of breaking news. Troy Deeney's been sacked. Troy Deeney's been sacked. Already? <laughs> he yeah. Has. So six. he's had a bust up there, has he?
2: Wow. Players have gone to the chair and haven't they same we're not playing for them anymore. Uh, but,
3: Annie, just... Has he not just signed...
1: He just signed a couple of players on loan, but then... Signed like... two
3: players today, Annie. Have they signed two today? they signed two today. I'm sure I saw someone had come in. They signed a goalkeeping coach as well. Daryl Fulharvin's come in as... Oh, Fulharvin's come in? As Sweet. goalkeeping coach. <laughs> no. sure it was them. I hope I haven't fucking got the wrong club. Uh, well, yeah. you, go out, you,
1: you go out and have a look and we'll um, we'll continue to talk rumour. Yes. Uh, yeah, because rumour has it. Ooch, ooch, well, I say rumour has it. Um, Crosby... Confirmed that there was some interest, but there's some interest in each Jake Paisa. The Best.
4: <laughs>
1: What's around that? Um,
2: since him and Willow have been up front, I think gucci has been OK. Granted, he hasn't set the world light. I think he's been OK. If the money's right, he's on a six-month contract. Of course, every player's got a price. If he's going for free, I'd be disappointed unless we've got something better to bring in. And at this moment in time, we haven't brought anyone in, so it's a toughening. I know Tom would drive him to
3: Charlton himself. No, Dad, Let's let's get one thing straight. And I was asked in the in the pod earlier if I'd let him go. Now I wouldn't let him go without bringing somebody in. Someone's got to come through the door before he goes, because otherwise we're stuck with. Another striker who's only got one in, Christ knows how many games. And a striker who, what, over the three years he's been with us, hasn't got a great injury record. Hasn't got a great injury record, full stop. But And then a 16-year-old, because obviously just has come yeah, back the, and we haven't replaced him yet. And the, the problem is, at the end of the day, we can't just assume that deals are done. No.
2: Because we've found out in the past, haven't we, until so that paperwork signed. It can all go wrong. Here's one I've got for you both. I'm going to put you both on the spot now. Tonight on Radio Stoke on the Vale um, programme, six to seven, Yeah, Will Ryder was on there with the youth lads that have all come through to the first team this season. So there was Bailey Di Pepe, there was Ben Lomax, Jack Shorrick. Reese. Reese wasn't on there, I don't think. Do you read anything into that? It wasn't. Uh, it, it was the other then.
4: The embrace.
2: Yeah. Uh, no. No, there's
1: only three, weren't there? Was there just three? Well, anyway, I don't think Reese was on there, and that was no three points Reese wasn't. Reese wasn't on the initial thing because a couple of people have commented on it. Oh, have they? I've seen the comments. Yeah, I honestly don't read anything into it whatsoever. What Direct I'll
2: Will Ryder, Jack shot at Ben Lomax and Bailey DePape.
1: Okay,
3: let me ask you another question then. Do you still consider reese a youth player yeah second year scholar yeah see, i until he signed the a contract no one no one i understand the contract side of it but with the amount of games he's played i almost see him now as a a fringe fringe squad player
1: well on on that note then he was with the under 18s today doing the defeb defib course
3: so i suppose anybody needs to do that though don't they well I don't, know. I, don't know. I don't know how much I assume that's pushed through. I don't know. I don't know if that's done for the first team as well or not.
1: Well, that's what I mean. You can, you, can read into, you can read into things however you want, can't you? And that's, of course you can. And
3: that's, you'd that's say well, if it was yeah.
1: going, you want to on the defib thing. So, yeah, you can, you know, this
3: one four, one. Again, oh, no, so. I think he still needs to save anybody's life if he can wear every plays best, I'll be honest. <laughs> I don't think we kind of say, we're not going to show you how to save someone's life because you're buggering off next month.
2: Depends where he's going. with no man with you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's obviously a silly season, isn't it? And trying to do windows open. We've 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 brought in Reese Williams since we last spoke. Yeah. Um so what are your thoughts on that, Bears? My thoughts are at the
2: start of the season you looked at our defence and went, We're quite a small side. You've got Smithy, Lowe. And who started that opening game at Barnes? Because it wasn't Yak.
1: Dan Jones.
2: Dan Jones. So you've gone from them three. Now you could potentially have, and he says potentially, you could have Reese Williams lining up in the middle, Yak one side and Deb the other. We've increased the height a bit there, haven't we? Obviously, yeah. Smith, he'll probably play unless he's having a bad run of form. But yeah, no, Reese Williams, I remember watching him when Van Dyke was out injured And at Liverpool, he looked okay. Obviously, got much better players around him. No disrespect to the players at Vale. Um, but I think that's fair to say. The only thing, Danny looks a little bit lightweight, but looking at the pictures of him coming in at Vale, it looks as though he's bulked up a bit, which you'd expect. He's 22 now. Um, and I think he's going to have a point proof because he's been Aberdeen first off of the season and not played a game. So as Crosby alluded to in the interview, Reese kind of knows that it's last chance to for him and he needs to come and make a point at Vale. And, you know, six foot five, played for Liverpool, played in the Champions League. Obviously, he's going to be dominant in the area you'd expect him to be. Good on the floor, you'd expect, as he's come through Liverpool's academy and always looked okay on the floor playing for them. He's got a point-proven. I like it. I like it. I think it's probably an upgrade on Kofi, and that's no disrespect to Kofi, because I quite like Kofi, and I know others didn't.
1: on, On that note, Tom... Uh, Bez has just alluded to obviously Crosby's interview around him and stuff like that. Do you buy into the fact that obviously Aberdeen fans were all saying that there's a reason he didn't play for them and it wasn't because he was he wasn't good enough. It was because of attitude and him not turning up on time or turning up at all. Do you do you buy into the fact that we'd we'd sign a player like that even if it was a lad on loan from Liverpool and do you think he'd, he'd still be at Liverpool if he was like that?
3: Well, I was going to say. I was going to say there must be a certain level of, um, what's the what's the word I'm looking for? Like, um, professionalism. Yeah, professionalism. To to still be at a club. Well, what arguably one of the biggest clubs in the world. Um. There's there's always. This isn't me trying to give him a pass because if it happens at our place, he won't. I won't give him the same pass kind of thing. Whether. It, whether it happens at another club or a bit more lenient. Has something happened with the manager? Has something happened with his mental health? Is he too far away from home? Aberdeen's a fecking long way away. Um, The only people really who can answer answer that are the people who are involved in the deal, I suppose. So, i.e. Aberdeen's manager... Reese Williams himself. Um, I I wouldn't want to speculate too much on that because I think it kind of can it can lead to someone having a false impression of someone. Yeah, which which
1: which made me which made me quite interested in it because obviously we signed Ben Garrity and he was the worst player in the world for Bolton. Well, fans. this
3: is this is the thing, and we said before we started recording, Aberdeen fans didn't rate Fonzo Ojo. Yeah. Blackpool fans didn't rate Ben Garrity. They're both saying. This player isn't good enough again. If we can get out of him what we're getting out of Ben Garrity and Fonzo Rojo, then we've got a starter. <laughs> and it, it, it's funny, isn't it, Bez? So fo- football's football's a weird,
1: weird old game when it comes to stuff like that because you only have to look at players like Theo Robinson that score goals everywhere else but Vale. Yeah. Sometimes a club just isn't the right fit for whatever reason. Yeah, and Postage had been shy everywhere. He'd been until he come to Vale
2: and. Was, good player from us. I was going to say he was pretty much shite everywhere else. After yeah, Constantine only. Imagine how he'd had some good club. He
1: had a couple of as he did at regularly other clubs. After yeah, he had a good good couple, and not he? But yeah, I think I think yeah. it'd be an interesting one. See, I'm quite excited by it. it's it's what another. Is he, what's what side? Is he left side? He's right-footed, but he played on the left hmm. side of centre half. Because that's where Van Dyke played. So, yeah, is, I, is I that where we're him, seeing him? Or... I'd expect a Premier League youngster to be able to play either,
3: really. Oh, um, honest, I've said it before, mate. I'd expect anybody using earning over £1,000 a week to be able to use the left foot. Well, yeah. yeah. But one maybe one. that's just. <laughs> I've
2: just had a quick flick through his newsletter that comes out while we've been on air and speaking to Crosby. He's been more specific on the length of Garrity's injury. We're we'll looking right. mid March,
3: March. Oh,
1: yes. Yeah, so, 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 so we, so we need two centre mids in, don't we? In this window, two more because obviously we've already brought one in. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That's what I Yeah. Sorry, I meant yeah. yeah. For me, we is yeah.
2: Because
3: technically, on three on, have right gone right out, right. haven't they? I know we yeah. we're not really counting Conlon, but we kind of have to because. Well, that's yeah. That's that's not us not counting Conlon. That's the fact
1: that the club didn't count him when. Yeah centre midfielders so yeah I get what you're saying but Ollie's gone out Alfie, Alfie Alfie's gone and now Ben's out so yeah we and obviously funds still cent- out yeah that's what I mean we're, we're four centre midfielders down with with Conlon and three without We would have been three without and we've signed Weir so that still leaves us too short for me how uh, did did
3: was it eight weeks funds
1: Everything's eight
3: weeks, isn't it? Yeah, but that's what—that's what I. When I was asking, then I was thinking I don't know whether I've plucked eight weeks out of the fact that we had ninety-eight players out for eight weeks at one point, or whether it was eight weeks from the Bori game, which is what four and a half. So we're talking still February potentially for funzo Yeah, Yeah. I think I think. Whilst it's wonderful that it rules them out of play, people coming in for probably. Yeah, because you'd
2: look at it now for me and yes, it's the 18th of Jan and we've still got another, what, 12, 13 days of the windy. At this moment in time, we're weaker than we were at the start of the windy because you've had... Weir's coming for Ollie, who's a like-for-like replacement and I can't see him being as good because Ollie was fantastic and we've just had him on the pod, so I'm not going to say anything different. But he's coming for your like-for-like. Williams is coming for Balmy. We've lost Divine. No one's coming yet. We've lost Thomas. No one's coming yet. And we've lost Con, and I know they weren't counting as the squad. So at this moment in time, it's obvious to say we're weaker. but there's still a lot of the window to go. Well, are we five I'm out, minded.
3: five out two in? Yeah. at the minute, aren't we? Yeah. I would expect, I would expect to see, hopefully, something done before the twelve o'clock window tomorrow. That means they can play on Saturday. Yeah. Um, because they've got well, if they're announced at two but signed before twelve, that's fine. Mm. Um yeah. but I think the media team are pretty good at stipulating if they've signed
1: Yeah. Before the
2: window Before
3: the window, because they will say they're going into, straight into the squad for tomorrow's game or whatever. Yeah. Johnny,
2: that wrestler
3: Rhino.
1: Yeah.
2: What was his finishing move? Spear. And what does he call it?
1: The Gore.
3: Gore. Wonder if that's gonna have well, to do with it. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. I've um because, obviously, it's in the rumor Mill. People see it online, don't they? Dan Gould yeah. from Man United is being linked. Uh, the Man United fans I've spoke to who actually go to games, these are these are not Man United fans who sit on the sofa. Um, How much
2: does it cost them to get the train from London?
3: To be fair, these uh, these actually live in Manchester as well. No, I'm not happy. Yeah, it. Honestly, not it's it. madness. No, um, no they've, they've kind of said, like, it. they would be expecting him to go Championship um i noticed was it wigan wigan they played in the cup one at the other night yeah yeah and there was a little bit of hype around would he play in that game uh and he didn't so just out of interest i kind of typed in his name on twitter and there was a lot of man united fans on there and i know you can't gauge it from that but you can kind of pick out the ones that actually know what they're talking about from past past tweets that they've put out. And there was a lot of surprise that he wasn't in the squad from that because they thought that was the kind of game where he could get game time. Um, Here's so one think...
2: for you, Johnny. Going on that, we've obviously already signed a lad from Liverpool on loan and now we're heavily linked to a lad from United on loan. Yeah. Do you read anything into that? that? Probably the two biggest clubs in England, one of them's already... Lent as one of their players on loan, and another potentially
1: is. Well, I'd, I'd I'd argue that three of the biggest clubs in terms of Spurs, Spurs aren't exactly little, and, we've, and, we, and we've had a, we, we've had a lad from Spurs come through already this season. Do you know what I mean? So, I think what you what you've got to look at is something something has changed, and I get we we we've, we've heard Crosby talk about the loan policy has changed, which which is fine is 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 what is that loan policy changing mean we're actually willing to pay a fee for these players because we've we've heard we've we've heard some of the obscene amounts that some loan players have have asked been asked for sort of thing from from the parent clubs Is that the difference are we actually going out and paying the going rate and and, and that's why we're getting them? Are these clubs actually bothered where they go as long as they play football at the level that which they Feel is is right for that player. So,
3: do you think? Do you think previously, if we were aiming at a, I don't know, say we were trying to sign someone on loan from Leicester, maybe yeah. Leicester's probably a bad example. Maybe the top half of the championship. Maybe were they yeah. more inclined to try and get a fee off us than say Man City, where if we paid them a hundred thousand for the whole whole season. Does he really, but if he comes to us, he's going to get game time. I think ultimately that's the main thing for any loan move, isn't it? It's game time. It is, but I, I have a
1: feel that with, with with how we've spoken about we're approaching loans differently, I, I, I don't understand how you approach loans differently other than you start at the top and you work your way down. because I think probably
3: the way we're presenting would that... Do you know what I mean? Like Ollie said, we we put a presentation together to show where he fits in.
1: But we haven't we been doing that for three years, though. Hasn't this presentation been around... Do you know what I mean? Like, I Is it
3: harder to attract big talent, though, when you're in League Two? Possibly. And have we now got a few
2: examples of, look, this is what we've done with this play, this is what we've done with that play? I mean, even Kean Arrott, I know he's played a few games since he left, but... They've got the stats to say he left in a better physical condition than when he arrived. They said he was stronger, he was quicker, and they got all the tests approving. Now we've had Divine and Ollie, two of the real bright prospects, you know, young English prospects. We've now got case studies where we can go to clubs and go, look, we're not just giving them game time, we're really looking after them, we're developing them, we're training them right, we're giving them the right food. Whereas, let's be honest, under Norm, they were having the leftover
1: rice pies. Which, Which is fine today. Mm. But six months ago, we didn't have that. Like we, we could have we you had the Keane out example, you know. didn't you? You could say that yeah. he's gone but, back strong. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, but then then the argument would have been, well, what did you do last season? It's like, well, we had um, we had these four, we had these six players on loan that we didn't play, like Mepo and yeah, true, uh, true. so. Do you know what I mean? I, I get what you're saying. Some something something for me has changed. Be the approach, like Tom, you've just said, maybe that they're going at it with a different tact. I feel that we've realized that to get the best loan players, you're gonna to have to stump up a little bit more cash.
3: Well, we've also bought him what's his face as well, haven't we? We're working with Mark Pugh now as well. Yeah, on the on who's the... the nutrition side of things? Yeah. So, so, so we so are we putting into place things that top clubs want? Yeah, quite possibly. Yeah. yeah. Without that... being horrible to Meepo, we're no. West Ham that asked that he wasn't getting it does Has he left West Ham now, or has he gone on loan? Yeah, yeah. no, he's left. In he's stressful. left West Ham. So realistically, he was probably on the... See his contract out, he's on the knackers pile. Whereas Alfie Divine, Spurs have got a keen, keen interest in developing him. So they want his nutrition right, they want his training right, they want this right, they want that right. Is that something that maybe we've worked with different people on? Quite possibly.
1: I suppose when when you look at it in the bigger picture, it might be as simple as we're paying more cash, but it could actually be we're willing to pay the cash plus we'll give X, Y, and Z promises, like you say, nutrition wise. Or
3: I don't know whether it's cash to a club. I, I don't if, think. It will I wonder if, that if that, it's. I, I wonder if it's. You need to spend more money in your club if you want our players to come to you. I'm more than climb with you, Tom, but this is something we can ask next Thursday. That's, yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's, I don't think Tottenham have asked about 100 grand off Alfie Devine. Although we see, take Daniel Levy.
1: See, I, I, I completely dis- disagree with financial fair play and stuff like that. You can't be paying a lad, and this is me special, but you can't be pay, pay, paying a lad 10, 10K a week to be off out on loan and getting nothing back
3: is it is there something that can they i don't know what the situation is with that can they can they swerve that with financial fair play i don't know because obviously he's not actually with that i don't know not
2: financial fair
3: play evades me
2: and the way yeah. i understand it and it's only how i understand it could be wrong that for instance Tottenham say i want 100 grand for Alfie divine we give him 100 grand we are still contributing towards the wages and again, yeah. I'm making figures up. I'm just whatever. What it really matter about the hundred grand? Or is it just a case of you know what we want you to pay? And I make. I don't know if I'll on some ten grand. We can pluck things. No, but no, we no, want no, you no. pay two grand a week towards his ten grand wages, or five grand a week. Or do you know what I mean? That sort of. Yeah, I,
1: I yeah, I, I think that's where the stance has changed. I do. I, I honestly think that we've looked at it and gone, do you know what we're gonna have to. We're gonna to have to do things a little bit differently. We've 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 alluded to it, but not actually said what that difference is. But It'll be interesting enough next stage at the forum that way. Yeah, it will. Because you look at the loan signings this season and apart from Meepo, because you've you've got to say that we signed Meepo from a Premier League club. So mm. it was it wasn't a bad loan signing on paper.
2: And with a good record it's that level, the under twenty ones, whatever he was playing. Exactly.
1: So, so, so we've got all we we we've done the right thing there. It, that just hadn't worked again. Yeah. What? Who knows why? But you've got that sort of side of it. So maybe that was the start of we need to do this differently. Mm-hmm. But I just, I just, I just feel like we've gone from Jack Stevens, Matty Taylor, etc. Them sort of loans to to future England internationals a Northern Irish international and probably a Wales international at some stage mm. that that's that's not a little shift in my mind that's not a oh we're we're we, we, we're we're cooking we're cooking better food sort of thing that's that feels like a massive shift and we might have just been really lucky do you know what I mean we might have just been right place right time right club yeah and you might we might look at it but then we've gone and signed Reese Williams, Jensen Weir, another two lads from. You've got to say Brighton's one of the top top developing young lad, young young lads. Obviously, they're not all through their academy, but they they develop young lads quite well. So it's another yeah. good academy that we're working with. Liverpool, you don't play you don't play for Liverpool unless you're all off decent. So it it's just like it just it just bamboozled me a little bit about how how in the space of 12 months, it's changed so drastically, in my opinion.
2: No, mm, it's good. And one more for you, and I'm pretty sure I know what your answer is going to be, and I think it's going to be the same as mine, but I think people expect us to ask it. Um, people are a bit despondent at the moment, purely because we've had four lone players in for a season, and after six months, all four have gone back. What are your views on that? Is it, should we be, Getting players into developers' selves rather than bringing them in on loan, or are you happy to bring them in on loan and watch them for six months, enjoy them for six months? They've picked us up, undoubtedly, and I'm obviously leading you there with the way I'm answering this, but it's giving you my view. They've picked us up more points than we'd have had without them. Do you just enjoy them for six months and take it for what it is and know that actually you've watched a better quality of play for that six months and now they're moving on to bigger and better things? And that's hard to hear when it's your
1: club, but it's the truth. For, from a personal point of view what i'd prefer is that we we have them on a six-month loan originally so that you so you, that you know that you've got that so if we would have signed our blaster for example on a six-month loan at the start of the season with the option to extend it yeah i would have been happier to see his loan end because it was only six months than i was not seeing it like than it was this time round. He it, it seems like obviously we, we don't know and t- only time or time, It seems like he's going there to be involved in Sheffield United squad. So I was more comfortable with our blasters ending than I had the because obviously Divines ended and then on the same day was signing for Plymouth. Um, yeah. but I've, I've also said in the group chat that I want the Morecambe striker that's on loan from Burnley. So it'd be really hypocritical of me to turn around and say, "Oh, it's a disgrace." What? What I think for me is that there's a recall clause. There's that works both sides. We 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 we, we look like we've exercised it. Maybe with Kofi, um, and had we not. You, you you could potentially, you're stuck with a player then for six months that just, just hasn't made it or hasn't cut the mustard at your club. So there's got to be a fair break clause for both sides. And I think, dependent on what you've done to get that player. So if we have stumped up a, a wad of ca- cash for 12 months, then I'd be expecting six months of it back. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, and I don't it's think that's <laughs> Yeah, I don't think that's all that's unrealistic to, to turn around and say, look, we've paid you for 12 months. We haven't, got, we haven't got 12 months. so And I can't imagine any club would be going, well, no, we're not doing that. Um, and, I, and the argument is, and we had the discussion in the chat uh, earlier this week, the argument is for, for what we've had of Alfie and Oli, we would not have signed a player of that quality on a permanent. So yeah, Not a chance. Yeah, so, so it, it, it's a difficult one because ideally you have 19 senior pros and four, 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 four-ish loans, which should see you through the season. Now, if, if one of them loans, and that's, a, that's the thing, if one of them loans, because our blaster, for me, wasn't brought in as a first-choice central midfielder when we signed him, was he? Like, yeah, he where... didn't didn't know enough about him, really, did we? Well that's exactly so so there's an eighteen year old coming on his first loan. None of us thought, Oh, this lad's this, this this lad's first loan is gonna be coming in and starting an XYZ.
3: But you're he... interested to go back and see what the comments are. Yeah. But not to throw the... anyone under the bus just to kind of see
2: like yeah, because the truth if you listen to Sheffield United fans at the time you come on loan. I think they expect him to come and be a first choice centre midfielder for us and I think even probably for them he's over exceeded his expectations he's been incredible.
1: Yeah, I I agree. But when we signed Divine, I think Divine I I expected him come in and be a first choice starter. And that's cuz you knew more about him. Yeah, and and that's what I mean. I think that's the difference, isn't it? So I think depending on who the loan is as well is 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 another thing i think the whole the whole loan scenarios are always are always going to favor the parent club aren't they because let's be honest if tommy mack had gone to rochdale at the start of the season and tore it up in national league we would have been calling him back and playing him wouldn't we well, let's not forget we did that with Jack Shard. We
2: sent him Stafford Rangers on loan for a month, and after a week, recalled him back and put him straight in the first eleven, and he
1: got man of the match. Yeah. So exactly. we benefited from the recall clause. And that's it. And that's it. I think. I think what you've got to get used to now is football. This happens, and it's going to it's going to benefit you, and it's 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 not like Plymouth were on the wrong end of it two weeks ago, weren't they? For example, because um, Villa,
3: yeah, Was B- it Villa. Well, yeah. He, Stoke. He, oh, it's from Wolves,
1: isn't it? Finnis yeah, has
3: gone. Borough.
1: Yeah, he's, yeah. And that's what I mean. Like, do you know what I mean? All, all four of Portsmouth's, Portsmouth's loan signings have all gone back and gone and to Plymouth. Uh, Plymouth, yeah. Sorry, have all think, gone back and yeah. got
3: different clubs in their league. That's that was going to be my point. I think I can deal with it more when, like, our situation, like. Ollie's gone back, and Chris Wilder said, "You know, I want him back because I want him around the first team. Whether that be he wants him involved now, or in, it's it, it's pretty evident with Ollie, he probably wants him for next year." Yeah, which is fine. Um, and where with Alfie; they've recalled him and they've sent him a league higher. Yeah,
4: yeah.
3: I can't begrudge that because that you that's can't what they call me 40 development. Yeah, you TV can't with... you can't begrudge someone's development just purely on a selfish basis for me. Um, And
2: let me ask you the same question Tom's asked, Johnny, but get a more, I'll ask it you in a different way because I asked it very open before. Would you prefer us to sign our own players that aren't as good that we then keep? Or are you happy for us to have these, some of the best young talent in England coming on loan for six months and then they go back and you miss them?
3: It depends what we're talking about with regards to own players we sign. So, instead of getting... Am I, am I, you know, I'm, am I getting... Yeah, but am I, are we talking a Ryan Johnson where we get him for nothing and we sell him for a fee and the club makes money but he doesn't really impact Vale? Or are we talking, say... I'm trying to not to use Ben Garrity because, obviously, Ben's massively impacted the side. I'm trying to think of someone who's maybe kind of middle of the road. No, I think I think what he's getting at is like we we go and sign
1: a League one central midfielder, Luke Leigh, for example, from Wickham, like someone like him who's, who's been at Shrewsbury had a couple of half decent seasons this summer, and you would you prefer to sign someone like him or have Alfie and Ollie for six months and then be in January and go after to find the next Alfie and
3: Ollie? Devil's an so- advocate again depends positionally yeah i don't think it's ideal that both have been centre mids that if they do get recalled it kind of rips the heart out of the middle of our team if it's a winger could you potentially you could get around that um with a another winger who kind of plays the same way or i think it's i would personally i would prefer the better players because at the end of the day it's a results-based business I understand you've I'm got working. to sell. You've got to sell players uh, in order to balance the books and stuff. But I think we can do that around having good players. There's there's loads of clubs who've made their way through the leagues having loan signings. Yeah, and you need that. Obviously, you need that core of
2: your own permanent players because you can only play five loan players at time time. You want that core of your squad that's decent. and um, We've got Ripley, we've got Deb now, we've got Smith, we've got Garrity, we've got Willow. So we've got a core. If you can then add some good young or even experienced talent that needs to go out on loan for one reason or another around
3: that, surely that's only a benefit to the club. Yeah, and I think that the, worst, the worst bit of it is, is the players who you notice and you see and crop up time and time again like like your Alfie Divines like your Ollie R blasters they genuinely play in that spine of the team I yeah. I the only thing I I always worry about is if we've got two centre halves two centre midfielders and a striker yeah all alone from Premier League clubs and they're all, all starting every week. It. Yeah I get that
2: I get that and can I just say here as well obviously we brought Jensen and which we've talked about a little bit Please don't put that much pressure on me. You're expecting him. Expecting to be the next Ollie or Alfie, and it could be. Who knows? Let's watch him. But judge him as himself. Don't judge him against them because they were exceptional,
1: exceptional talents for me. And that's. And I think that was that was kind of my point. Do you know what I mean? Like we've we've now put pressure on ourselves, getting them to in to go and go and do that again. Yeah. And there's only there's only so many there's only so many players. That you can, that you can get that aren't involved or aren't already on loan at bigger clubs and stuff like that. So we've got to be clever. We've we've got to look at where we go. But yeah, I think I love it. I I think the loan market for a club like us is massive, and you've got to ask the question: that if we were performing better in the league, would they have gone back? Because I think that's I think that's important. I think if we were flying, I, I don't know if I, I don't know if Alfie would have gone back. Um, Obviously, the change of manager has um, dictated Ollie's situation more than anything else.
2: Believe but- it or so, if we're in around the top six, while they could turn around to him and go, do you know what, I do want you back here, but go and have a crack at that. You've got half a season. I want you back here next season. But go and push on and see if you can make them playoffs and
1: what you can do. Yeah. But yeah, I think I, I think I think what to, for, for me to wrap it up, I think what you've got to say is we we need the low market as a football club. We we've got to we've got to know that that football club. We've got to know where our place is in that in that in there, and we we've kind of got to accept that we're going to lose players as much as we're going to gain them. Yeah, and seriously, would
2: anyone take away watching? Ollie and Alfie play for the last from August. So, what is it, August? Don't do remember, last five months. No, nope. because I wouldn't. Been it's been a pleasure, watching joy. yeah. It's been a joy to watch them. It really has.
3: It's not very so, yeah. often you get to see players like that, Dan available for me,
2: exactly. And I'm not playing for them. us anyway, no, exactly. And it's been a joy to watch. So, again, as I said to Ollie on the pod, and same to Alfie if he's listening. Thank you for your time at the club because it was a pleasure to watch and play. I just wish the run we were on wasn't there because them
1: two haven't deserved that run. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I think, I think, I say it, it's an odd one, isn't it? We're all we're always going to need the low market, and you're never going to be overly happy when it happens. But I think there's every chance that. Between now and the end of the window, it could happen in our favour, mm. and it could. Um, and if
2: any had been recalled, as Tom alluded to, and sent even to like a Bolton a Portsmouth a Derby were changing at the top, I'd have been pissed off because they've gone to another
1: team in our league. None of them have. Yeah, and that's it. And and let, let's be fair if if Josh if Josh Thomas or Kofi do that, I've got nothing against that. Like no. that, the 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 Kofi situation just didn't work out our club for for whatever reason and Josh Thomas didn't really get his chances and then when he probably did get the chances he, he unfortunately had that injury so yeah it'll be it'll be interesting it'll be interesting to see but yeah i think i'd prefer to know it was a 6 month loan with the chance of extending it and probably caveat that either that or a 12 month loan and the the parent club has has to, has to has to exercise a recall clause by the first of Jan. So on the first by the first of Jan, you know if that player is staying or not. You don't get three four weeks into the window and then all of a sudden shit hits the fan and the parent club recall them.
3: Do you think there's a little bit of uh, financial bonus for the club? who own the player if they're out full loan on all season and you have an option to recall and if you're plymouth you go to spurs and say right well how much how much have you got to pay port vale to recall him or oh, we've got to pay fifty thousand to recall him all right well we'll give you two hundred thousand if we can if you recall him and we can have him for the rest of the season yeah whereas if it's only a six month there do they go in there and say Right, he's coming back to you. We'll have him when he comes back on the 20th of January. And we'll give you 100,000 for the rest of the season. Because you're not actually asking them to do anything... themselves then, are you really? Yeah, it's could quite be. possible. Could be, could be.
2: Anyway, Johnny, let's go into the review because we're on for a two and a half hour pod here.
1: Yeah, but like, an hour and a half of that has been you pair like swooning over Alty. Oh, what a man. <laughs> But yeah, um obviously the the re, the reason the reason we're we we're, we're podcasting is that we've potentially got a game on Saturday, dependent on what Jack Frost decides.
3: I think it's it's gonna warm up. We're looking at uh, It says warming
2: up.
3: Well, okay. The weather keeps changing to be fair. It's saying zero to five degrees on my app at the minute for Saturday. Minus three tomorrow, but it is I think it'd be fine. Doesn't go below minus three between now and Saturday.
2: I think it'll be fine if we want it to be fine.
3: It just depends what damage it's done last night for me.
2: Yeah, because, I mean, I went out for work and obviously I'm a mile and a half from the ground to my house. No, a mile probably. And when I went out this morning at nine o'clock, it was minus seven.
1: Yeah, it was cold this morning. Freezing. Yeah. Literally so that, that yeah
3: are the covers yeah. minus four are they I think. minus six i got in my head minus six
2: that's what What's i got it- in my head and he did obviously dip below that
1: yeah it, it all depends on how, how the snow on top of it the other day melted as well whether we cleared that off because obviously so i don't know if you've seen the pictures from um is it pete stoney is for online a, a good picture above uh, a veil part of the other day but when it's covered in snow so all depends I on if they
2: um, you. Johnny put it in the group.
1: I did. Must have been miles away. Probably. probably.
2: but yeah. So Saturday we might have a game against Wickham.
1: We might up against up against Wickham again. That probably one of the probably one of the worst away games this season. I, I think it's fair to say. Very fair to say. And. Um, it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't good at all but so yeah we we come we come up against Wickham um and
2: all just... oh, Egypt have just equalised against Garney. have oh, they <laughs> Salah <laughs> did
1: Sal has gone off injured yeah yeah there you go cheers mate thanks for that uh, but yeah we we come up against Wickham um what would your starting eleven be knowing what you what you know at the minute and that's We've lost quite a few players. Who are you asking? You, Bez. Right. Super Connor, Ripley and goal. Yeah.
2: Back, I'm going... I think I'm going to have to go... Yak, Smith, Williams. And I'm assuming Deb's not fit. Although I have a sneaky feeling Deb might be fit. But I'll assume he isn't. Okay, wing backs Grant and it's gonna have to be Grant and Massey, isn't it? Or Grant and, don't and know. Sang. We don't know what, what, do we know? What Sang is? Yeah. Yeah, because Sang he did make the bench last weekend for the. I can't remember bench. the
3: bloody side. For everything went he was on last bench. weekend, I couldn't remember the side. If I was honest,
2: he was on the bench. I'll go Grant and Massey, and they say Sangs, not hundred percent. And then pushing low up into. Holding midfield because we haven't got much available at this moment, which then leaves Weir and Chizzy as the other two. And I'm then going Willow and Loft up front because I'm going to listen to all the rumours and assume who has gone Charlton. Fair enough, Tom.
1: But if Ooch um... hasn't gone
2: Charlton, it's Willow and Ooch, by the way. Oh, Garner's go just gone 2 1 up.
3: Yeah, they're... me back's. Three. A bit stuck on this really because I don't know whether Yak would miss out or whether Smith would miss out. Um, I think it's a good game for Williams come into with six foot. Five. I think I think if we've signed him, he's got to come straight in. Um, obviously he hasn't played all season. No, so we're assuming he's match fit. He might Yeah. Um, Massey and Grant. We're Jason Lowe will stay in the back middle of the back three for me. I think he's the mainstay of that back three. Um... Weir and Sang, Chizzy in front. Jesus, and it's going to have to be lofty and Will Willow, isn't it? Unless we sign somebody tomorrow. Are you, are you are you running off the fact that Ooch has gone? Then I don't know. Or are it you? Feels, it feels feels like a little bit too much has come out too quickly for it to be bullshit for me. Yeah. Mm. If he, if he's here, he plays. Ooch plays over loft. I don't know. Something something doesn't sit right with how quickly it's come out of the club and agree. And, yeah, you know, it, it, Crosby's you kind of said that, yeah, there is interest. and. Yeah, they don't normally address
1: rumours, do they, like that? Not a,
3: Not no, as fronted up as he did do as well.
2: No, he says, yes, there's interest, but he was still here this morning. Yeah. Got
1: till 12 o'clock
2: tomorrow,
3: haven't they? So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even then they could sign him bloody Saturday morning. Yeah, playing for us. Yeah.
2: Or yeah. if they, they know he's going through, are they risking him get played and picking up a knock?
1: Well that was just about to say, that does does this open the Conlon sort of cast debate that, that that was had the other week of if you kind of know that there's interest in them, are you are you risking that? Mm.
2: Because, does he get well, injured? Funnily enough, cast made the bench on Saturday for the he sixteen did? minutes, so we'll see. But obviously it's the are at home. Get yourselves down Johnny's Bar, St. John's Square before the game. Have a pint. And after the game, if you're going down Berslam, get yourself in for a pint. Johnny's Micropub,
1: St. John's Square, Bursam. Exactly. And obviously the, the match is brought to you by Skyline Hosting. Um, so get yourselves over to their website. They'll, they'll have you for all your hosting needs. So we're looking forward to, obviously, the game at home. And then we've got the, the best part about it. And I'm hoping that we get a
2: lesson to this podcast from Mauritius. So, Dick, I won't be having a cracking holiday. It looks as though you are from the pictures. He's in the Maldives, isn't he? That begins with an M. He's
1: <laughs> some, somewhere it, that begins
2: with an M. Yeah, he's in the Maldives. Yeah, what a cock.
3: <laughs> Can't call him that. He's got on holiday. <laughs> All the stuff he does for you and you cock, calling him a cock. <laughs> Fucking hell. To all. Egypt have just equalised. Oh, I thought you were yeah, between that's... you and Deco. <laughs> I was
1: just about to say if, if anyone's wondering, that's where your fumbles money goes.
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It goes to the John Rudge statue, which has taken, a, taken a big boost. It has. Red this week. Grapple love in. Big love in. Thank you very much for your donations. It's very much appreciated. We are. I think just shy of ten grand now, short. Um, and uh, we have got two weeks tonight until the AGM of the supporters club, so please come down. It's in Johnny, uh, not in Johnny's bar. It's in Tommy. It's a Tommy Cheedle's bar, half uh, seven on February the first. So please come down, show your faces. Be good to see more people there. It
1: would. It would indeed. So, let's go, Bez. Tell me, AV timings. Where, where the where's he running, races?
2: Uh, AV timing, have a look. Get yourselves over to the website. Um, you've caught me off guard there because he sent me some races through to push. But get yourself over to the website. I'll be doing the Maidley half in April. So, if you can get yourself there, it'll be lovely to see you there. He's got coming up... He's got the Parkall 5, the Maidley Half. He has also announced on his website, and this is an exclusive ear for you that he's told me, the Port Vale 5K is back.
1: The Port Vale 5K is back.
2: Port Vale 5K is back. And the Denston 10, which is the, dubbing it the Harry Potter meets Alton Towers, because it starts at Denston College, which is a bit like the Harry Potter one. And you go to where you run out, you can hear all the, rollercoaster and everything from Alton Towers. So They're the four that pushing at the moment, but yeah, get yourselves fit for that. And Everyone's got time to get themselves fit for the Port Vale 5K. 5K is only 3.1 miles. When is it? Summertime, that's all I know. I don't know if he's actually given me a date for that, yeah?
1: Ah, right, okay. Let
2: me see if it's on his website, because he hasn't given me a date on that. But let me see if that race is on the website, yeah. So while he's looking,
1: Tom, time the first goal and goal scorer, please. James
3: Wilson, 22, 2-1 Vale.
1: Fair enough. Found it, Bez, or is still struggling?
2: Port Vale, 5K and fun run, Sunday the 14th of July. Oh, bollocks, I'm busy. You are not. You can do the fun run, Tom.
3: I can't, I'm busy that day.
2: Fun run's less than a mile. I'm shaving a dolphin that day. This part of the pod is brought to you by manscaped.com. Get yourself into <laughs> manscaped. I'm shaving a dolphin.
3: <laughs> you ever seen more a like,
2: heavy dolphin? <laughs> more like shaving a maggot. <laughs> Bit <awesome>. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so yeah, then it says Sunday the 14th of July. Everyone get yourselves down there. We'll bring you more about that when it comes up. But at the moment, Parkour 5, have a look at that. Um, I'm going Ryan Loft first goal scorer after Dead. game off then. after <laughs> 22 minutes the so, in the 16th minute as everyone's applauding for Reading Ryan Loft first goal scorer bailed to win 2-0 for part
1: of whatever he's on I know, yeah um, fair enough there we go then so we've got two wins um, what are you going Johnny? It- I'm going um Sam Vokes. Um one one draw. Okay. So let yeah. me
2: ask you, Sam Vokes puts Wickham and one up. Yeah. What's what's the atmosphere like in Vale Park? Because it feels as though there's been a long gap between the two games. Because
1: Reading doesn't really count. I think I I, I think it all depends on how, how it happens and how it's been played. Do you know what I mean? If it's against the run of play, I think it, it'd be all right. But, yeah, I, I just don't like Wickham. We don't ever seem to play well. I can't like play well against them. It's a fair it's assessment.
3: I can't remember the last actually. time we played well. I, I think the atmosphere may struggle weekend just because of how cold it is as well. I don't think he's going to be particularly glamorous up at the Vale, but a couple of new signings could change that. Yeah, definitely. We we
1: we've just got it. We've got to start on the front foot, haven't we? Do you know what I mean like we we've just got to impose ourselves onto it and and play our game, and then I think fans are all right with it. So it'll just be it'll be interesting to see. Who comes through the door, who starts the game because of the rumours and stuff? Because of Al Crosby, spoke that there's interest in more than just them. Like, that'll be quite interesting because, you know, tongues will get wagging if somebody's left out the squad that we didn't know were injured. And, like, what's ever happened to Dan Jones, for example, where's he gone? And stuff like that. Eh, it's going to be. It's going to be an interesting Saturday at Bell Park, I think. And hopefully, we, we have a couple of signings tomorrow. And the positives come out yeah. of it. And Wickham's a couple, Yeah, well, Wick, sorry, but
2: go on. Wick, sorry. Wickham have lost a couple of their older heads, haven't they? Because Richard Keogh's gone now. And
1: obviously, Lyle Taylor's gone Cambridge. Yeah, but the, neither of them were exactly playing every week. Were they? No, so they I mean, weren't. I don't know how much of a issue that's going to be for him, other than like you say the experience side of it mm. go on Tom
3: I was getting, to be fair at the minute it seems like the next two weeks are pretty big for us as a club you know we've got the we've got the fans forum next week which we've all been crying out for you know the hard ditty questions that need to be asked that people have been wanting to be answered on social media for so long can be answered such as where's the grass gone Where's the grass gone? Where's the sand gone? Uh, when are the bogs being repaired? To be fair, the bogs one I agree with, you know. Um but and then obviously the transfer the transfer window always throws up a few things, especially for Vale fans. We we don't deal well with the January transfer window. Yeah. And the bogs one has been addressed, and I can't remember
2: if it was Matt's interview with BBC Radio Stoke or he's done it with baggers and oh. that. And basically the answer was For the start of next season they've got to completely demolish what's there and rebuild so it's a bigger job than originally anticipated and the answer is they'll be
1: done for the first game of next season right
3: fair enough on that note Uh, but yeah okay i have a few questions on that but i'll save them for another day
2: yep save (laughs) them for another day but yeah that is the answer because Basically, it isn't just a repair job, it's a complete rebuild. Mm, that... mm-hmm. Where was it? already have read it, somewhere. But they're also enhancing the facilities as they do the rebuild. Right, okay,
3: that makes more sense then.
2: Yeah, it's because... not just a like for like, it's going to be an enhanced facilities. Yeah. I'm sure I read there'll be like toddler stuff there so you can change nappies if you need to, proper facility for that, and it'll be a better yeah, facility okay. than what we've got
3: now. Okay, but I'm sorry, but I don't, I don't buy I don't buy I don't buy Something that, needs to be done quicker than that for me. That's bloody nine months away, yeah. Eight months, just mm, yeah,
1: yeah. We'll 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 we'll, we'll touch keep that, that for another day, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll see what happens obviously next Thursday because I'm sure that there'll be questions around it. But I'm I sure there will. just just to end it, I'm going to ask you a question. Um. And I want to on a 1 to 10 scale. 12. So, <laughs> fair. That's, that's probably where I'm at. But, Tom, start with you. 1 to 10 scale. How twitchy are you about the lack of incomings? You've mm. been halfway through the window now, and there's more outgoings than in.
3: I'll be honest, I'm a bit of a 7 at the minute. Because even without anybody coming in and people going out, we still had three 16-year-olds in our squad coming into this window. So we needed three, for me, minimum, on top of what we had. We've had five out and two in. So for me, we need another six.
1: Is that another six, though? Or is that Mitch, Garrity, et cetera, being fit and them 16-year-olds disappear?
3: the middle of march aren't they
1: yeah reading bags his newsletter mitch garrity
2: and plantier all middle of march
3: What we're talking then we're talking 34 35 games into the season yeah you're talking there's six weeks left of the season and then and then you've got and then you've got to get them up to match speed yeah can't be doing it we've got it we've got to do something we can't we can't sit and wait for players to come back unfortunately
1: yeah, no, that's, well, that's what that, that's. Mm. I, I didn't realize Mitch was that far away, to be
3: fair. Yeah, he only fractured his thread, didn't
1: he? Yeah,
3: but. I've never done it.
1: <laughs> I, I, I broke mine six, six weeks, that.
2: Oh, injury latest on Jesse Depp. I don't want to give everything away in Bags' newsletter, though, because
1: but, I want people to subscribe to it. But yeah, anyway, Bez, same question to you. 1 to 10, how twitchy are you about the window so far? And I didn't know what you were going to ask when I said
2: 12. Um, I'm probably a 6 because, and I know a lot of people are going to laugh at this, I've got faith that Dave Flickcroft's pulling off some behind the scenes. And I've worded that the wrong way, and people are going to take that the wrong way that it's been worded. I am confident that Dave Flickcroft is working really hard to get us some players, and I'm confident that we will see movement with quality players coming in. Um, he's full time now in case you didn't know.
1: Fair enough. And where are you going? Me, I'm a nine. I'm not happy. I'm not happy with it. I don't I don't I don't understand how we've let like, it get to this far. I don't like the only one it the only one is Alfie. And I'll I'll I can forgive them not having been ready for that one. But they knew Conlon was gone three weeks ago because we'd stopped putting him in squads. Do you know what i mean like the, we knew the interest was there we knew all we knew all was gone after the middlesbrough game we knew that we, and i'm just yeah I, i'm i'm really twitchy that we're going into this very 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 understaffed and there's there was two days last week where there was quite a few rumors and stuff knocking around And then it went radio silent. And I get that rumours aren't the be-all and end-all and doesn't mean that something's going to happen. But you like to be linked, don't you, with with a few people to think that the club's active. And I know that means fuck all, but that's just how I'm feeling at the minute. And I just just worry that... I don't believe that we're going to be as stupid as last January, but we're getting to the stage where we're two weeks left. We're a week away from all of, all the key staff sat in front of a room, which is going to be dictated by how this how this next game goes really, that conversation is going to be dictated by what comes through the door and how we do against Wickham and that's another reason
2: I have faith that Summit's going to come off because I don't believe we're going to next Thursday as we are now otherwise they're just being sat up there for the firing line
1: but they deserve to be, their, that's their job oh, I agree
2: agree, which is why I don't think we're going to next Thursday as we are now, because there's no way they've set that forum and don't have players coming through the door before
1: that. I, I, I don't see why they're not in the door now. that's 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 my honest thing with it because they set this forum up two weeks ago. And that's just that's just how I am. That's like I just I, I don't understand it at the minute. and I don't I don't expect January the first come, and as I've as assigned four players and that's it, do you know what I mean? Everything's done, dusted, that's our window done. But I'd expect two weeks in that when we've lost as many players out as we have, that the wheels would be in motion and we would we would have signed at least another. Yeah, and I would have expected us to, but I'm just not as twitchy. Yeah, I'm not. Yet. Yeah, it'll be interesting. And like the, the podcast will probably be out a bit later, and in, in fifteen hours' time, what I'm saying could be absolute shit because we could have we could have signed two, three players, and all my worries could have been for nothing. But at this minute, I am I am concerned. Yeah. So, Well, there we go. let we'll finish on a happy note of me being concerned. Yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, we'll be back. Saturday night potentially, um, maybe Sunday night, depending on a um, social calendar. Um, and then yeah, we we'll, we'll we'll see how it goes. And the key thing is, everyone enjoy yourselves these next couple of days. Wrap up warm because it's gonna be a cold one, and have an ale and up the veil.